Welcome everybody to another episode of Battle School Dropouts. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the first seven episodes of Hajime no Ippo. Um, but I'm Stu. I'm Bakri. And joining us today is Charlie. How's it going? Going pretty well. Thanks Elliot. for having me on the show. I'm really excited. Of course. Um, but before we get into anime, gotta ask you, Charlie, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Those episodes just flew by, so I'm really excited <laughs> to record this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's nice. Like we were saying earlier, like it's nice to watch anime and not have it like just fucking drain <laughs> all of your fucking energy. Yeah. yeah, it's always a marker of a good one if it if it goes by quickly. Um, because some of them really drag. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I feel like we've been pretty fortunate on the podcast so far. For but the like, most part. There's definitely been a few that, like, by the time we're finished with episode six, I'm like, great, we're done. Fuck, I have to do something after this. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to lay down and try to forget that. <laughs> just, <laughs> just get it out of my brain. <laughs> Whereas good ones, like Space Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like Space Brothers. Yeah. No amount of drinking was able to get that mo- that anime out of our heads. I mean, it was... Uh, honestly, I don't know about you, I don't remember a fucking thing about that anime. Like, very, very... I remember it's brothers that want to go to space. One of them does go to space. The other one wants to. I assume he does eventually. Yeah. That's it. My favorite thing about that episode is the way you're, like, trying so hard to be nice and, like, <laughs> fair about it. If you, This is the actual thing you said. You're like, if you just want something to, like, unwind with when you come home from work. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's a, I, I still stand by that evaluation. Like, it's not all that interesting. Uh, but, I mean, it's not the worst thing to spend your time watching. Yeah. Like, I know people who finish the show, and I don't think less of them. Yeah. Whereas, like, if somebody was like, oh, man, I fucking loved Eat Man, I'd be like, we we gotta have a conversation. <laughs> like, what is it about this show that you liked? It's, like, it's very good. Static noise would also be good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ten hour white noise on YouTube. Yeah. See, the thing is, like, if that... I don't know when Space Brothers came out, but, like, if that came out in the age before streaming where, like, you know, it just came on TV, like, every night, like... That would make a lot more sense to have that be the thing you watch. If you don't have, like, everything ever at your fingertips and Space Brothers was on, you're like, yeah, sure, I'll crack open a beer and watch some of this. But, like, now it's like I could watch literally anything else with two clicks. (laughs) Yeah, and I I don't know. I feel like it's tough, too, because, like, without streaming and whatnot, it's like, okay, you know, maybe you don't have as many channels, maybe you don't have as many options, but it's like, I felt like, like, you know, it never gets its hooks in you, so you're like, ah... I guess I could watch something on the other channel, though. No, that's true. Yeah. I like how this immediately became the Fuck Space Brothers Fuck Space Brothers. (laughs) Just had to follow up on I love that we have more mean things to say about Space Brothers than Eat Man. Like, Eat Man sucks, but Space Brothers, let me tell you why I did not like it. I mean, it's that concept of, like, if something's really bad, you can kind of enjoy it. And if something's really good, obviously it's enjoyable. But, like, Space Brothers was kind of just in that I have no reason to connect to this at all. Yeah. It's just, it's middle of the road, and thus I don't really care. (laughs) Well, you've been... No, I think we talked about it, but I gotta ask you. Are you a gamer, Charlie? I'm not. All right. Okay. That's uh, good. That's yeah, good. I, don't, I, I think they're very cool, and I love reading about them, but... <laughs> yeah, it just... It, it just has never been something that's really connected with me. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. So you're more of the, on the movie side of stuff? And yeah, I tend to be more movies and TV shows and books and stuff. One of my favorite things about that, though, is I was working at a dispensary, and... For a while and when i first was working there and the receptionist got to know me she found out i don't play video games and she looked at me with total sincere 
in horror and said, well, what do you do? What? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, when I, when I worked at a Starbucks, the assistant manager lady one time, like, I... I didn't, I'm not wearing video game shirts to work or anything. Right. I'm not just out there talking about Sonic, like, you know, to people who just want their drinks or whatever. But I came back in. <laughs> I don't I, believe that. <laughs> much. Uh, I came back in from, like, a smoke break or something, and, like, she's looking at me as I'm walking in. I'm just like, hey, what's up? And she's just like, Bakari, I heard, are you a gamer? <laughs> like, the same thing, like, that same, like, abject disgust. Like, are you a gamer? I was like... I trusted I you. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't use the word, but, like, yeah, I like video games a lot. And she just, like, shook her head and went back to whatever she was no. doing. <laughs> I lost her respect forever. <laughs> yeah, I knew this guy. He seemed really cool, but... He was a gamer. Yeah. gamer. Yeah, yeah. can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> and that's why gamers will forever be the most depressed people. Uh, piece of society. Exactly, you know? exactly. The most marginalized class gamers. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, would, I need to. I need to. I need to cycle back to something. You said you read books. <laughs> yes. Like, and pi- some of them no don't pictures. have pictures. Of, <laughs> what the fuck? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got tricked by this. I got tricked like this before. Yeah. Is it like a like a book with paper, or is it like an audio book? I do mostly audiobooks, okay. but I also do books with paper. Oh, it, yeah. it really depends. Um, like, I, I'm very picky with audiobooks. Like, it, the the reading of it is really important. And sure. I've heard ones that are horrible. <laughs> and also, so, uh, we don't need to make this whole podcast into being about that. But, like, <laughs> some writer's writing lends itself to being spoken really well. And other people literally write just for the page. Like, it doesn't come through. It's not... Like, the run-on sentences are so absurd that they're not meant to be read out loud. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, so yeah. it really depends. Um, particularly when I read noirs, though. I have to do the audiobook, because, like, noir audiobook people are incredible. And they, like, <laughs> really throw in on, the, like, absurd... Like, I read a lot of Mickey Splane books, and the guy who does the audiobooks for those is amazing. Like, it's better than some of the noir books. Is he doing like the like the accents you would hear? That sort yeah. of like transatlantic, like gritty kind of thing. Super raspy. Sounds like he'd like just put out a cigarette. <laughs> every time he pauses, you imagine he's like drinking hard alcohol. <laughs> Going to like good audiobook experience. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Tim. He was like listening to this like fantasy epic all on audiobook mm-hmm. and had like so it was like a four part thing. Three of them were all read by the same person, and then the last one oh, had somebody else do me. it. Yeah, yeah, can't do that. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't think the person was as good either. So it's like you're hooked. You want to listen to it, but like, oh, oh, that's rough. Yeah. I know a really noteworthy thing is there was a specific audiobook guy who read all of Stephen King's books. And he was, like, the only one Stephen King wanted to do it. And he was, like, an avid motorcycle guy. And oh. he just died. Like, he, like, got in a motor ac- ac- motorcycle accident and died. As motorcyclists are prone to do, unfortunately. Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, there was, like, a tribute to him at the beginning of one of the audiobooks. My friend played it for me because it was, like, so wild. Because he was just trying to listen to an audiobook. Instead, <laughs> it was, like, this, like... We're ashamed that this guy can't read it. And I was, the funniest thing is thinking about the guy who wound up recording the audio for that one, having to just be like, yeah, it's a bummer that I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not him. Yeah. yeah. 
Maybe one day I'll be as good, but for now I am just a feeble voicemail. <laughs> yeah. There was a I can't remember if it was a if it was a book or an essay or like it was a, it was a professional reading of something. Anthony showed me this, and it was it was read by a white guy, but it was written by a oh, black woman, no. and he tries to do her voice oh. like throughout everything, the narration, the dialogue, everything. He's trying to read this in the like affectations of a of a like you know i think middle-aged black woman uh it's not it was i'm not even gonna try and repeat it you know it's just i because i don't remember what the fuck it was about and also (laughs) it just doesn't sound like a good it was the fucking worst thing i'm like (laughs) is that just the professional standard like you gotta try it like i don't want that that's terrible yeah i don't however i do i do really like especially if it's biography if they go out of their way to like get somebody who is sure like, uh, I did Gucci's autobiography on an audiobook, and it was really good, and they actually got, like, a southern person oh. instead of just getting, like... Because, like, his accent is very specific to everything about him. Right. You know, it was very distinguishing, so... I appreciated that that was what they went after with, like, having somebody voice that. This is for. Gucci the clothing designer or Gucci Mane the rapper? Gucci Mane the rapper. Okay, I, I was said, wondering, I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, so Gucci, I thought Gucci was designer. Italian or something. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine super southern like, about an Italian? I was like, I don't know anything about clothes, maybe. God, I would love that. <laughs> is there, uh, this is a slight, slight tangent, but like, is there a term for like, because like, blackface is when a white person dresses up as a black person, yeah, like, right? Like, yeah, like, what is it yeah. if a white person tries to impersonate a non-white person? Like, because like you you see all the time. There's also those posts where it's like, I'm a black man and I've never faced racism until I voted for Trump. And then the profile picture is like a white guy. Oh, I know. Like, that, I actually know the answer to this. It's racist. Oh, there, there you go. I've I've heard I've heard uh, like blackface or black fishing. Be used. Oh, blackface. Yeah, like, and that, but that's like that's more like what you're talking about, like somebody pretending to be black on the internet, you know, so yeah. for the N word pass and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I, I do, don't know if there's other words for other races when people do that. I do know white voice is, like, a huge thing and, like, a problem. Like, particularly, like, when uh, people of color are trying to get, like, a loan. That's, like, a big thing that was, like... There was even, like, a study done on it that I read where, like, if they impersonate a white person, they're more likely to actually get it. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, ter- terrifying. Mm-hmm. Horrible stuff. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely changed my name on a lot of resumes and stuff, like, for that for that reason. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the world's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I recommend just try being a white guy. This is working out great for me. I'm still working on it. I'm, yeah. Any day now, I'm going to get there. If I can do part it, one, so can you. Part, exactly. Part one white, part two guy. <laughs> just hit both faces. It's a tall mountain to climb, but together we'll get there. Oh, I'm heterosexual, too. Like, I'm just knocking it out of the oh, park, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that. <laughs> that one's big, too. <laughs> I will never face adversity. <laughs> Except that one that one person in D.C. Yeah. I know you're white. I know you're white. <laughs> she was on to you, dude. She had your fucking well, number. She, I mean, she knew I was a gamer, so that was probably it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only... That's where it all falls apart. Well, she, she, had to, she had to just say white instead. She wanted to say gamer, but knew that that would just be in poor taste, you know? <laughs> You're listening to Lost, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's the story? (laughs) Oh, oh, I'll keep it short because we talked about it on the last podcast. But there was like this this aggressive 
like homeless woman in DC who was like, <laughs> I was. She was like, "Do you have any change?" I don't. Uh, uh, or, sorry, I don't. I know you're white. Like what? <laughs> oh my god. I'm so afraid. Oh, she had you dead to rights, dude. Like, she she got me. Yeah. That is a good comeback. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I left out the part where I was actually in blackface the whole time. So, so she actually she saw she she did a really good job with that one. I love it. You were just like, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, love the one. So give, give her like a twenty. <laughs> All right, what's your cash app? Come on. <laughs> Do you take cards? She has a little machine. <laughs> she has like the smart card yeah. reader on the top. Oh, you have Apple Pay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you've been watching anything good lately? Yeah, um, I was telling uh, Bakri earlier that I'm, I've been getting into Kaneku Man is really great. Oh yeah, yeah, that's been really cool. And yeah, I haven't done an anime in a while, so it's been pretty cool. And Cause that's like so from the crazy. the eighties. Yeah, 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 very old. He flies by farting, <laughs> eats raw garlic constantly. <laughs> yeah, it's like wrestling, but like space superheroes. It's awesome. Yeah, very, funny, very cool. I like I like that premise. I could get behind that. that we yeah. like should do an episode on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun. I'm on board. I, I should. There's it's it's there's like a filler hump at the very beginning that's wild because it's like nothing like the rest of the show. So you should watch like the like episode one, six, and then watch. Because the <laughs> <Okay. laughs> literally, it's that many like filler ones with like very little fighting before it gets to like a tournament. Is it like character building stuff? Like we gotta introduce the ensemble, or is it just like random shit happening? It's just like random shit. Happening. Okay. <laughs> like there, there's one where he, where a fan club gets made for him, and he's just like, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with these teenage girls, and then oh, no. it turns out they're a bunch of like, like aliens, but like they don't <laughs> fight him. One of them's just like, I'm gonna let you go. Like that was an episode that happened. But they weren't. They <laughs> and weren't they don't fans? come back either. No, they weren't. They like pulled off their masks and were like, we're not high school girls. We're <laughs> just... <laughs> one of them's like just a skeleton. He's like, I'm a bone guy. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. They're fantastic. I, but I just suggest going back for them later. Sure. And if, if, if giving like. A more accurate representation of the rest of the show. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. It's <laughs> like Dragon Ball. Like the first okay. couple episodes of Dragon Ball are like not they're 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 not reflective of the rest of it, even though I, I adore them. Right. Right. But like Goku fishing and naked and, and <laughs> Fox King, that stuff isn't like a good reflection when you until you get to like uh, who's the little guy? Uh, Krillin. No, 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 no. The the <laughs> green one. Um, from we're talking about Dragon Ball specifically. The first oh um, one when they summon uh, is it? It's not. He has the 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 girl and then the fox. Is, is it is it Pilaf? Is it, yeah, yeah, I think it's Pilaf. Yeah, but like if you don't even get to him, you know, it's not like I feel like it's not. Just, you're not getting the whole package. Yeah. Does Dragon Ball have like tournament arcs in it, or it's, is it just... Dragon Ball is mostly tournament arcs, isn't it? Well, well, no? well, so you do. Uh, Dragon Ball and there's like multiple Dragon Ball summonings and then the the final like two seasons Goku is an adult all of a sudden like a like a long time passes and then they actually do a tournament arc and it's literally Dragon Ball Z already at that point but they just like <laughs> don't split it off right away for some reason but yeah that tournament arc is really good okay it's yeah. also the original Piccolo comes in oh yeah yeah at the end of that 
of Dragon Ball. Which is oh cool. yeah, because he's like a villain in the original, right? Yeah, and like and like a badass villain. Yeah, too. he's like got hella demons that are like they're just like swooping down and grabbing people. And stuff. <laughs> oh, that rule. Yeah, no, like it get it like gets hardcore out of nowhere. It's kind of <laughs> awesome. Because, like, yeah. with the exception of, like, Krillin and Bulma and a couple other characters, like, most of Goku's buds are, like, were at one point antagonists, right? Like, Tien and Yamcha were, like, both attacked him at some point. Piccolo was, yeah. like, a villain. And then, you know, Vegeta, Vegeta was a villain, yeah. you know? Even uh, and Frieza. 18. Yeah, 18 and 17. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frieza even becomes a bud in Super, apparently. Oh. I haven't watched that far, oh. but apparently he's their buds. That's weird. Guy that killed his dad, so we're all good now. <laughs> I still need to watch Super. That's crazy to me, because I, I remember watching the the thing where Frieza comes back from hell, and that was pretty late, and Frieza was still an enemy in that. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Frieza's like gold, I think, in that. Oh, one. yeah, that's that's uh, that's Resurrection of F. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He beats him again. Frieza goes back to hell, but like worse hell, I think. And then later <laughs> on, they've hell got the, too. Yeah, <laughs> they've got hell a too. This time it's worse. Yeah, it's like <laughs> extra hell. And then like later, there's like a uh, there's a tournament they need to fight in, and if they don't win it, then then their entire universe gets destroyed because there's like they introduce parallel universes. Whoa. And I think Goku and the gang is like, we need all the all the help we can get. Let's get Frieza. And then he's like, fuck you. And they're like, please. And he goes like, sure. And then sure. They're just, yeah. <laughs> Oh. He's learned his lesson after getting killed like four times. Yeah, it's like original, and then there's Mecha Frieza and the Resurrection. Yeah, so yeah. Damn. The last time I went through like Dragon Ball anything, I was really impressed with the movies. I, I think I had underestimated how good the movies are, in my opinion. I've seen They're some really like solid. really good ones and really not good ones. Yes, but the really good they, ones are really fucking. They good. they they hit hard, and when they don't hit, they really miss. That's one hundred percent true. A lot of them are not mediocre. They're either very good or very not good. Totally, <laughs> totally. I I just found the uh, the big green dub and the speedy, or I think oh, a speedy dub yeah, of Dragon Ball. Yeah, you showed some of this. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, but, it, like, in watching that, it's like, yeah, you're dead on. Like, watching those movies, I was like, wait, I remember this movie. This movie's <laughs> really good. And then you hear, like, his character say, like, no, Piccolo, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> like, what? Um, um, love that Broly movie. Oh, the new Broly movie <laughs> the, was so good. My, my my favorite of all of them is the, the Future Trunks movie that's just super dark. Yeah. For no reason. It's just, like, everybody dying. The whatever. one-armed Gohan and everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that, like, when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, yeah. I got I got the, uh, it was Dragon Ball Legacy of Goku 2, I think, for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And it starts, you play as Trunks in that timeline, and Gohan has the one arm, and, like, the, Go the androids are just going nuts, and I was like... Is this just a knockoff? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and like, I put that. Ga I think I like sold it or something because I was like, I guess I just found some Dragon Ball fucking fan fiction <laughs> or something, and then saw that movie. I was like, oh wait, never mind. God damn it. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I feel like that movie is the Terminator movie that they've been trying to make for the past like four years. <laughs> like, this is the horrible future you wanted uh, to know about. Yeah, and like actually making it compelling. Yeah, it's just boring. They go yep. back into that, into that, um, that shitty future in Super, mm. but to fight a completely unrelated villain. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's Goku Black, uh, but they call him Black in the dub, just Black? Actually, I think they call him Black, just, uh, anyway, at one point Goku shows up and everybody thinks it's Goku Black, 
and there's a there's a line in the dub where you know everybody's got his guns their guns pointed at him. Goku's like in kind of self defense mode, and then Trunks, adult Trunks from that future timeline, has to yell out, "Wait, don't shoot! This man is not black!" And then everybody loses their guns. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh man. Ten out of ten, chef. Ten out of ten. <laughs> no issues. Yep, none at all. <laughs> Yeah, I remember asking... Somebody told me about Future Trunks coming back in Super, and I was confused by that because you sort of have to acknowledge that, like, he can't change his future, right? If he's not gonna... If he doesn't change, right? Yeah. So he just went and saved, like, a parallel one? No, that's a good point. Or... I right? think I think yeah I think that was always like established but he like he comes back into the future I think into his future and, and then like better? yeah he's just so strong oh. that he just like whoops the androids himself like he doesn't need anybody else to help him at that point oh you're right that does happen at the end of this hell song yeah totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's got that That's long hair scene. and everything yeah yeah he ch- and it's like it's like early cell right like cell hasn't like evolved uh, like isn't it like so. weird like mouths? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't oh. he doesn't have lips yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the weird like half basketball face, yeah, it's like a beak or something. The, the Cell Saga <laughs> is just solid, solid sci-fi. Like it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I remember like when I was a kid and it was like it's airing scary. on Toonami. <laughs> like yeah, it was fucking freaky because it's like he puts the like the the tail in like a character that you know and just like Whoop. yeah. <laughs> You're, yeah. you're a part of me now. Not just a character, but the richest guy. And then his money <laughs> flies away in the wind. And the 10-year-old you was like, whoa, I get it now. Deep, dude. <laughs> Visual storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just something about like a character being so powerful. Yeah. And like only becoming more powerful as yeah. they did stuff like that. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> How do they ever do this? Yeah. I, I, How I, will they top this? <laughs> Pink man. Pink man. <laughs> Who turns people into food. Yeah. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah. That sure worked. <laughs> I remember, like, teenage me thinking that was, like... That was, like, what made me not give a shit about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like, it was kind of at the start of my, like, I don't give a shit about anime yeah. phase. But it was, like... He can turn anyone into a cookie? That's overpowered. That's a stupid ability. And not thinking about, like, yeah, that, that's a really powerful thing to give your villain so that the heroes have to overcome it. So yeah. there's, like, some stressful moment. No, that's stupid. I'm not going to watch this show. I liked the Boo Saga, and I'll be the first to admit, I catch on to things a little late sometimes. Sure. But I specifically remember during the, like, spirit bomb part for the, the Boo Saga, that was, like, an awakening moment for me because I was like, they're stretching this. Like, he, like I was like that was like when I first realized that I was like this could have happened already. <laughs> You're like 400 episodes in, like this Wait seems a, a little second. long. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that's a, that's another thing that's like harder to like. I, what both being a kid and also just watching yeah. the stuff on TV, it's right? Just like, yeah, that's just how it's supposed to be. You don't know yeah. any better. And then yeah. like you know, if you get it on DVD or if you like you know, just start streaming it or something, it's like, holy fuck, there's so many episodes where nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. Two two minutes of, like, actual fighting, and the rest of it's yeah. just the characters, like, talking about it, or, like, being worried about it, or somebody flying to try to get to the fight so they can help out, or, like, just filler stuff, you know? Yeah, and the summaries bug me so much rewatching it, but I remember specifically back then being, like, so appreciative of them. <laughs> <laughs> you just miss anything, and you're like, 
oh thank god yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> mr yeah. great voice will sum it all up <laughs> that guy did have a fantastic enough so like good. oh voice. yeah so good yeah yeah next time on dragon ball z yeah, that, like, guitar we, riff. Don't, we don't really get narrated trailers almost ever anymore yeah it's a, I, it's a shame. You're right. It's it's funny with Brendan and Gabby showing those old trailers at yeah. the movie night stuff that we do. It's like I love those trailers where it's like Michael was 19 years old <laughs> and had everything that he could ever need until <laughs> if you like action, <laughs> you'll love action three more action. <laughs> and that lets me know because I like action. Yeah. yeah. Where am I gonna find more action? Oh yeah, like the guy who's not necessarily like telling you the plot. He's like just trying to like yeah. sell you yeah. the movie. You know? That's his elevator pitch. Yeah. <laughs> well you used to have uh what was it? Um Alfred uh Hitch Hitchcock, right? I, that's his name. Right? Yeah. He used to like introduce his movies and all that and like stand out and be like, I hope you will come see my film. Yeah, <laughs> I worked really hard on it. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't have those in his movies, but they'd have them in his like show. He would do mm. like bits. Um but yeah, he was he's a great character. And he would do he had such good advertising methods. He was the first one who came up with Psychos, like the first movie where you like it was like you can't just walk in in the middle, which was a thing for like 30 years for some reason the people would just <laughs> go to the movies without a showtime be like this is playing i'll just walk in and watch this oh, really? it's like halfway through. yeah no it blows me away because even as a child i can't imagine being just like okay with that that's yeah. crazy to walking think in halfway through like memento and being like this is fine <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i'll stay i'll swing it around and watch the beginning when it did show it after <laughs> well but like how many times have you like if you're watching like regular tv like yeah, just something's true. on that's and you're just like alright I guess I'm gonna watch like oh, yeah. the ending of Terminator 3 that's know? true but like yeah with a movie theater there's just something bizarre about yeah. that to me but yeah that's it. but yeah he did that with Psycho he was just like good at like advertising stuff and I don't know he's I like him a lot I could rant about him for hours but we're not here to talk about him we're here to talk about Stallone <laughs> yeah oh yeah okay I got I got boxing stuff I want to talk about oh okay, okay. so you guys I, I don't know shit about boxing like I've seen a couple matches on TV but like you guys both know more about like you're doing like Motoet what just came out of my mouth? Mutoy? Mutoy. You're doing the Mutoy, right? Mutoy is like when cows like really incorporate their knees and. <laughs> Actually, in the Street Fighter Two movie, the English dub, they they when they're talking about Sagat, he they like mention that he's a champion Mu Thai fighter. And like so I leg legitimately thought that's how it was pronounced for years, like as a as a young young boy. You know, it's like, oh, he does Muay Thai. And then, like, I don't know what the, how, why the A-Y is silent. You know, it's just Muay Thai. And then, yeah, then realized that wasn't the case. <laughs> Luckily, learned that before I entered a Muay Thai gym. That was yeah. good of me to do. I have um, one more quick Kaniku Man thing. Oh, please. Ridiculous cow stories. To, again, summarize the ridiculous filler ones that you don't need. The whole, <laughs> his whole backstory is that he's the prince of this other planet and his family was flying by earth and the, there was a pig in his crib and the mom said 
go throw that pig out of the ship. It'll hurt the baby. And the dad picked up the what he thought was the pig oh, and no. threw it out into space, and it was the baby. <laughs> and he landed on Earth. And then late, like two episodes later in the filler one, they're like, you have to go back to your home planet. Why? The pig has grown up and become the king of the planet. <laughs> and you have to fight him. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That sounds fantastic. Oh that, my god. That started as like a, like an old like 80s joke to just yeah. kind of like make fun of somebody and went so far. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the best part of it is when is the mom after the dad throws the thing, the mom like picks up the baby and is like, "I'm so glad. Wait, this is a pig." And the dad's like, "They look the same." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, okay, but I want to like let's. I want to talk about boxing okay. for a bit, boxing. or boxing, or different types of fight stuff. sports. So, so what? What's your guys' relationships with fight sports? I like fight sports. Um, so when I was in, when I was going to junior college, I went to Sierra College in Rockland, and. Uh, I signed up for a Tai Chi class because it sounded... I was, I was curious. I wanted to know what it was about. The teacher of that also taught what was called a combative self-defense class. And she said, you should sign up. It'll, it's great exercise. You'll have a blast. And like, so I did. And I thought it was going to be the whole, like, you know, if they pull a knife out, then you just grab them by the radial nerve and do a front flip, and then they're disarmed. Like, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But what it actually was, was uh, the first two weeks, she taught us the basics of just Western kickboxing, and then... Like, end of week two, she's like, all right, next week, you need, like the syllabus said, you need gloves, mouth guard, cuff if you're a guy. And then, like, once, you know, next week comes around, and we're all geared up, and she, like, pairs us up into twos, and then just goes like, all right, go. And, like, we just fought the rest of the class. It was like, (laughs) that was what we did, was just beat the shit out of each other, like, every day in that semester. And it was wonderful. I had such a great time. I got (laughs) the shit kicked out of me so much. Um... And it was first thing in the morning, too, so I'd, like, get knocked out and then go to math class. Not smart. But, um, anyway, from there, like, once the semester ended, I kind of missed it, and so I found a Muay Thai gym near near the school and just started continuing there. And then that place closed down, I went to a boxing gym, and that place kind of sucked, and then I found another Muay Thai gym. That closed down, and then I fell out of it for a while, and then the new one, the one that I was going to before, opened up again, and now I'm there. So here we are. There was like yeah. a 10-year gap there, but, you know, otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my relationship with it. Um, I just really like Sloane. <laughs> I've, I've seen all the Rocky movies a billion times and the Creed movies, which is why I think I've been brought in for this. Uh, I also, I, I have never been in a fight. I'm a, I'm a poser on that front, whether it's been organized or, like, on, on the streets of rage <laughs> but um but I, I have incorporated a lot of like boxing training things into like my everyday fitness stuff so i have like a lot of respect for like the things that they do and the absurd amount of pushing their bodies that those people do and i like to watch boxing but Dead mostly time. i'm in it for rocky which was why i was brought in on this <laughs> and it does actually apply we were talking about this earlier um like the key to good sports media is to like is formula which is like a dirty word for most other genres but like if you understand it and just hit the base points you can really 
do something with a sports movie like yeah the formula is all there yeah just mm-hmm. pay attention it's just like ready to go and be plugged in yeah and the rocky movies really understand that and hajimi no ipo horrible pronunciation <laughs> it, it, it really gets it. it's yeah, really yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. no i'm with you it's like every, like i feel like the worst sports movies are the ones where they're like they just don't understand that like it needs yeah. to be an underdog story right. where they beat the bad guys and the bad guys need to be really bad yeah and the good guys need to be really wholesome yeah, yeah. the training montages yeah people love to see them i love to see them. Yeah, absolutely they're, they're, yeah, absolutely they're like the best pump-up thing ever <laughs> just get you jamming exactly yeah yeah any sort of like good action montage is just you know the you're the best around from the karate kid like, oh, classic yeah. oh Love yeah that. that's a good one yeah i have a playlist of all of them that i listen to oh but... that's that's good <laughs> I, I i did karaoke last night i was looking desperately to see if they had push it to the limit <laughs> oh yeah i wanted to they didn't uh, it was terrible. Yeah. Wait, push it to the limit. The, the... Scarface, <laughs> the Scarface montage song. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. not because not the not the instead of in. instead of like working out, he's like doing cocaine and buying <laughs> <laughs> my kind of montage. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing about that Scarface thing is that he doesn't he they get married and he's like I want to show you something and it just has the tiger already <laughs> and has somehow kept the tiger a secret <laughs> on their property from her well I guess if you have enough property I, yeah, guess, so. I guess I guess so and they do have a big mansion like if you lived in some place like fucking like Versailles or something like there's not an impossible chance that like you could spend your entire life and have rooms that you just never went into. Yeah, if you sure. live in one of those houses where like the Roomba runs out of battery, yeah, <laughs> you get back to like home base. You just have like you have to like plan out like this. Okay, Roomba A deals with the northeast <laughs> corridor. And... Oh, better they have like pit stop places like or surround the house. Oh, multiple chargers. Yeah, they like char- oh. they they clean the west wing and then like you know they got oh, another charger wing. on the way. I don't know what fucking mountain or mansions so are like. Good. I just know I've heard. I watch a lot of Veep, so I hear the word West Wing a lot. Yeah. I don't know if that's it's specific no, to the White like, House. I imagine being like so rich that you have like this giant house that like would require all these charging stations, but not just buying multiple Roombas. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you don't get that wealthy by being yeah, frivolous exactly. with your money. One hockey puck vacuuming robot is good enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be excessive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I already bought the mansion, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching videos where people had like mansions and shit. Yeah. And they always like there's always a part where they talk about like uh like they have this living room and it's like fucking huge, right? Like it's the size of like most people's houses. Mm-hmm. And they're like and off to the side here we have this little area and this is where our family actually convenes a lot and hangs out. I'm like, "Why do you have this whole other fucking house? <laughs> and you hang out in the smallest room." It's just a flex. Ah. Mansions stress me out. Like yeah. I, I, I would like more space. I think most people would, like, even if their house is decently sized. But like, that's too much. Like, yeah. I think even if I had it, I would be like, this. I don't want this. That's too much lawn for me to handle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'd just be driving on that thing all day. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I yeah, have. I hate lawns too. Yeah. Oh no. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I, I did my time as a kid. You don't think it's a good use of water? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I, I I spent a long time like mowing lawns and yeah. like I'm good. I've like yeah. I've done my duty. Yeah. You know. Um. 
Though I do watch those YouTube videos of like people mowing lawns and shit. Like, uh, so I don't know what's what's wrong with me. I'm not surprised that's a thing. What? I'm just surprised to know someone who watches guys, those. You guys don't see that. I, I've so, never gotten a lawn video recommended. When, when I when I edit this podcast, I will um, I will on the the other monitor. I have I want to watch like something to like visually interested, and I get distracted if I'm on like Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. So like I just put up a video of like a guy mowing like a big ass lawn, and I just put it on mute and I just edit. And I just have this man mowing a lawn. <laughs> or or there's like professional rug cleaning and like they're like squeegeeing like all the dirt out of a rug. I'll watch that shit all day. That's very that's very pleasant to watch the rug cleaning ones. I, I, I do like those on occasion. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I, I was like I was watching it, I was like, is this is this like as a guy who's like been unemployed for a while and hasn't worked like a regular job in a long time, like is this working class porn? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish I could go mow lawns. Oh, I want to go just clean a rug or something. I hate the idea of porn being connected to, like, you know, possible Labor. employment in the future, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, do, you know, uh, accounting students jack off to, like, spreadsheets or something, you know? Well, no, like, no, no. One day I'll be doing they, this for a they're, fortune pilot they're, they're not, they're not drinking off to their own lawn videos oh, or whatever. Okay. I'm saying, like, to me... Like, is this me, like, le- like, looking at, like, the working class life and just like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be me. <laughs> I can't wait to mow a lawn one day. <laughs> like Do you the... think in some ways that's what boxing is, too? Maybe that's maybe that's getting that's ooh, stretching it too maybe far. We... No, I like it, though. Maybe like we it's... fight just to touch another man. There you... <laughs> okay, are we, gonna, kind of are we gonna talk about the, like, homoeroticism of this anime at Guys, some point yeah, dude, it's dude, just dude. like it is prevalent <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing with like a lot of sports like yeah. male focused yeah. sports stuff or anything that like there's like a point where something becomes so masculine that it becomes gay yeah oh yeah the only the only female character in this is his mom and then they introduce a love interest literally for one glance she has no dialogue <laughs> no name in the sixth episode (laughs) other than that it's just guys being dudes and being like wow he looks great today there there (laughs) is awesome there is one part much later in the series i think this this happens in like the most recent run that happened in like 2012 2013 something like that uh where the the boxing villain that i told you guys about there's so there's the kind of villain who like gets a little better yeah, the, the yeah. Jake Paul. The Jake Paul, he gets a little better, but then there's, like, this actually evil guy. And you can tell oh, because he's got a real scary face. Anyway, so Jake Paul has a sister. And, <laughs> and uh, for, I don't remember exactly what happens. The villain guy, like, bumps her and she says, hey, that's rude. And he turns around and he smacks her one, you know? Whoa. And, and Whoa. Jake Paul's pissed. He's, like, ready to fucking just stab this guy. Like, he's ready to, it's not, he's, he's not ready to box this guy. He's ready to, like, throw down and potentially kill this guy. And Epo stops him and he goes, like, I got a match scheduled with him next week. Oh, let me settle this in the ring. <laughs> that's and I'm like, so tight. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be chivalrous, but he just smacked this woman in broad daylight. <laughs> Maybe take this a little more seriously. Oh my god, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, no, Epo's just really like horny for boxing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it's it's your your obsession like it's it's too far. But I feel like that's the case in a lot of anime, and like it's fun for it, but it's like. 
like you, like you the show is centered around a certain thing so the main character of course is only going to do that thing. of course yeah. you know we're only ever going to see them do that i, I want to clarify when i said that's tight i wasn't talking about the assault of the woman <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make that super clear oh no it's too late yeah no, it's been clipped nobody's listening to this part, this part out yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no i just i just meant like the uh the whole oh wait no i'm gonna legally beat him <laughs> <laughs> let me do it the right way yeah fuel and she's just like bleeding yeah. <laughs> and like that could have been an interesting moment of like epo's character development where it's like maybe he takes the boy scout thing a little too far like maybe he's yeah, got to learn yeah. to actually like get pissed sometimes yeah like she That's could have confronted him about it but yeah instead they just kind of sweep it under the Totally. Well, yeah, like, and he's then professionally to clean that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and circle. I watch it while editing. <laughs> speaking of coming full circle, before we do get into the Hajime no Ippo stuff, I need to, speaking of homoeroticism and fighting, uh, oh, I, boy. I played through, my friend and I, uh, a couple weekends ago, we played through all of, no, last weekend, we played through all of Boyfriend Dungeon. Have you guys heard of this what game? What is Boyfriend Dungeon? Um, I'm intrigued. So this is an <laughs> indie game that came out pretty recently, um, wherein... So it takes place in like modern day LA. You are uh, you you're on break from college, or just graduated, or dropped out. Something you're an adult, and you go to live with your cousin for a bit, and in LA, and uh, it's just kind of known fact, like as casual as anything else, that like one dungeons appear spontaneously uh, around town. Uh, they are filled with monsters that come from people's subconscious, like fears and stuff. And two, um, there are many people in this world who are capable of transforming into various weapons. Uh, and they can be wielded by other people. And while it's not an inherently sexual thing, it is implied to be very, like, an intimate act to, to wield a person mm. as a weapon. So, like, there's a guy who just turns into a rapier. And, like, it's, a, it's as normal as breathing for him. He's just like, yeah, I can turn into, a, like, a sword, stab people with it, you know? Um, and so it's half dungeon crawler, half dating sim, uh, where you find weapons and then they turn into sexy men and then you, you try you fight monsters with them and then also try to fuck. Oh, um, I like is, that. It was a really interesting time. Like it's, the combat's fun enough to be interesting and the, some of the character writing's really good. Problem is by far the most interesting romantic, cause we went, we went, Whole hog. We found we found every fuckable person and did Whole the deal. Whole hog is the perfect <laughs> There was no more hog to be found. Yeah. Trust me. Um, and the the most by far the most interesting romantic route was the one woman in the game. There's yeah. the guy who turns into the rapier. He comes out like super suave. He's got like a really nice suit and a bottle, a glass of wine and Definitely a book. And it's like this guy's sophisticated, um, boring as shit. That guy yeah. is the most uninteresting man alive. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a scimitar. Yeah, yeah, right. Like just the guy who's like, oh, you're not smart or anything. You're just rich. Okay, all right, mm. I got it. Um, there's a blood red scimitar guy who turns into like he turns into a person. And he's got like long luscious hair and a six pack abs and a leather jacket with no shirt, like bad boy. And then he's just kind of a fuckboy. He hangs out at the club like he's nothing all that interesting. Yeah. There's a K-pop group member who's actually really sick. He turns into a lightsaber. Like, A-plus. Nice. Love that guy. Yeah, it's, um, it's nice. He's, like, kind of the only good dude, though. And then there, like, there's a lady who turns into a dagger. She's great. There's a couple non-binary characters. One of them is essentially a child. Uh, can't figure mm. out how to, boil, uh, how to boil an egg. Like, has no capability of, like, living Oof. on their own. Oh, but it um, doesn't look like a child. 
kind of does. Oh, okay. Like okay. it's college student, but like okay. I like early, the non-binary like, thing, but I don't like the child thing. Same. And I was I was like I was really pulling for Sawyer is that character's name, and they turn into a glaive, which is sick, like a spear, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like I was pulling for them. I was like at some point we're gonna see like you know the real Sawyer, and like they're not as much of a disaster as they seem to be because like this seems like dating a middle schooler. Um, beef, <laughs> like. We ended up going the friend route on that one alone because, like, we didn't really feel like entering a romantic thing with that. And their final, the final, like, the the maxed out, like, love, like, level on them is you having to come to their class because their professor didn't accept their uh, their test that they turned in a few seconds too late. And you have to bitch out the professor on their behalf. Like uh... a fucking mom. And I'm like... Why? Why is this character even in this game? Yeah, Somebody's no what happens that. if you tr- do try to bone that person? Yeah, you know? that's that's a weird one. Like it, it, dating sims always make me think because it's like I find that like if you if there's like eight different options in like for dating options, two of them will be good and the other six will make me go like who's who's into this person? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I like I like romance stories a lot and I like I want to see them told better in games but like maybe dating sim is not the right format for it i don't know (laughs) it's very strange yeah i like romance stories too and i'm really bothered by the genre because i like them Mm. because like there are so many ways to tell like the story of two people or more people like sure being interested in each other and for some reason we get the same one (laughs) (laughs) like that bug that's an example where the formula is like killing the thing for me that's it's like we I've seen this story yeah like far too many times now that's movies and stuff because I don't have a frame of reference with the game you're not missing that much I think <laughs> no it's basically I, the same I, the, 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 the daddy's one sounded really good oh I dream really daddy sad I missed that one that's, that that's a good time that sounded like a good game yeah 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 that one was pretty fun there's like other ones where um, there's like one where you the, the person you date is uh like you you they like everybody has a dog and so like their like personalities are kind of connected to that dog that's fun so yeah so that one's kind of cute and fun but again there were a lot of characters that i'm like who why do you like this person (laughs) (laughs) yeah as somebody who generally dislikes people i find that (laughs) regular dating as well (laughs) well you guys want to talk about hajime no ipa let's do it okay uh, anybody got a bathroom break or anything? I'm good for now. Good I'm for now. all good. Yeah. All right. right. Well, go. I'm going to do this. Time to get a tummy ache. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Is that a, is that a, was that a rain? Oh, it's rain. Oh, you got the rain. Yeah. Okay. Bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> oh, I can just feel the regret pouring down my throat. <laughs> I always thought when I was younger that, that they were saying Lorraine. Lorraine, oh, bless yeah, like Lorraine. A person, yeah. Lorraine down in Africa. Oh, that makes a lot of down sense. There. Yeah, I always thought it was God bless the rains. God bless the rains. That guy had that power, I guess, to bless them himself. So it still bugs me that that was the hit and not a. Is it Rosanna? Rosanna. Yeah, that, that is the that better drum song. shuffle. So good. So sick. Like such an immaculate group. <laughs> yeah. I for a long time. There's that Beach Boys song, uh, Barbara Ann. Oh yeah. I I can't explain this one now, but <laughs> when I was a kid, I heard. Bob Perez. Bob, 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 Bob Perez. <laughs> I can see that, actually. And yeah. I was like, wow, people have been accepting of gay people for a really long time. That's really cool. <laughs> I wonder what weapon Bob Perez would turn into. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing gloves. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And now, I can, now we can do the transition. Lawnmower. 
<laughs> That's a weapon if you play Dead like, Rising. He sounds like a white New Balance's dad. <laughs> this is my dad, Bob Perez. Yeah. <laughs> he works in water law. Yeah. <laughs> That's the like bo- a the, too boring, the boringest job. <laughs> that gets hot, paid the most. <laughs> I know. He makes 200k a year. He makes but... 200k a year. Just memorizing who owns Fresno's lakes. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Yeah. 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 Still doesn't change out of the new balances, though, after he ruins them mowing the lawn. Oh, it's, no. it, I saw a meme one time where it was like somebody's old grass-stained white new balances, and then they were buying a new pair, and they described it as like a dad shedding his skin. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've read that... So new balances, I guess they've done a bit of a brand shift. They're trying to appeal to young people again. Yeah, and because like, they were all like really accepted by the like racist community, right? Was really? Whole, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, no, I, like I, I believe that. That, like, that makes sense. White, there, there wasn't there. There was a whole thing. I don't. I shouldn't be talking about this on a podcast because I might say it wrong. But there was like a noteworthy thing where like it was part of like a uniform. Like we were all gonna meet up here and we'll all be wearing New Balances, and that's how we'll know. Oh, oh shit! Like what side we're on? Well, and mean, they were like, they were like. <laughs> they were like giving a lot of money to Trump too, the company. Oh, really? Your time, yeah. Oh, that's but crazy. But the, the new guy who took over has done a lot of work to like. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's I specifically good. knew a friend who was really up on this, and she was like, she like xed out the end symbol on her new balances, which looked so sick. That honestly. sounds tight. <laughs> like, like, I was, I was, I was into the political stuff, but more into how cool that looked. <laughs> but then there was like a particular moment where like he turned it around enough that she like took off the X's. Which oh. Was, Wow, I was like, wow, the symbolism is so wild. <laughs> you can you can wear the end proudly again. What Proud if, of the end. What <laughs> if that was their rebrand? Is just New Balances with X's over the ends. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? About that? Oh right, so so yeah, like I've seen I've been seeing a lot of you know people that I don't I don't know shit about fashion to any degree. I don't know what is a cool shoe and what isn't. Like I just know the ones I like. But anyway, yeah. like people that I think are pretty fashionable are wearing a lot of New Balances now, and like. I've read multiple comments, like, on Reddit and Facebook from, like, older fellas, like, you know, the white middle-aged dads that were the, the target demographic. It's like, <laughs> oh, you no. guys have to stop buying New Balances. They're you are driving us. up the prices. <laughs> I can't oh, find them oh, at the Payless oh. Shoe Source anymore. Like, Won't somebody think of a dad? There's a real culture battle going on here. <laughs> Who's going to own the New Balances, you know? That's wild. I yeah. don't know about that. That Some is crazy. F- we're, gentr- we're degentrifying New Balances. Gentr- we're... we're Taking over New Balances. Yeah. I didn't know when I bought a pair of New Balances that it was a lifetime commitment. That was a very political move. They never wear out. Like, it's (laughs) a great... I bought bought my pair, like, years ago. And they're just, like, keeping on. It's wild. Very efficient shoe. But there's also... There's specifically a dad New Balance model. Like, there's, like, the white one with the blue end that everybody can picture. Yeah. I used to wear those things for like ages. Like that was nice. just like, I need my, cause I never like, I have one pair of shoes and I just wear those until yeah. they explode. Yeah. And, uh, until <laughs> I, so I just go get another one. And I didn't really think about it. And I remember being like, uh, 19 or so and just being like, it's, it's time to be cool. I'm going to buy a different pair of shoes. And like, I just bought like black sneakers and people were like, those are cool shoes. I'm like, all right, well that confirms it. I'm never wearing new balance. again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the, they're so comfortable though. That must have been like a wild transition to just be like, my feet are flat now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like it should have been. I don't know. I've never, okay. like... As long as the shoe fits, like, I've never had, like, a bad pair of shoes. Maybe I'm just lucky. Yeah. I also have owned, like, maybe... 10 shoes across my life or something like <laughs> 10 yeah. pairs or 10 individual shoes uh, I'm gonna 20 shoes okay there so, we go yeah let's, let's do that, that <laughs> my brain exploded at one point in time because I was like I like grew up only wearing Converse which are arguably the worst shoe ever <laughs> which was like my only frame of reference for forever and then one day I like got a different pair and was like there's support what is this <laughs> this is not like wearing socks <laughs> Well, and also, like, like I don't know about you guys, but, like, I just wear, like I said, wear the shoes until they explode. Um, <laughs> it's such a, that's where I really do feel the comfort in, mm -hmm. is when I just put on a new shoe, oh, and it yeah. still has, like, padding or oh, something, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, you can, like, oh, it's not just, like, I'm stepping on the ground itself. That's <laughs> cool. I've become a, a slides guy. If I am if I don't expect I'm going to be walking a long distance or, like, running or something, slides cool. just slides just yeah. all the time. Slides are yeah, big yeah, fan. That's a good way to go. I There's used to power play too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to wear flip flops all the time, oh. and I don't know what it is, but like they make my feet stink. Really? Like bad. I know exactly what you're talking about. I never used to do that, and they do now for some reason. Yeah, like, I think it's like a getting older thing. They just start to reek. Maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. I stopped buying flip flops because it's just like I can't go anywhere yeah. with these. I go to my <laughs> friend's house. It's like what what the fuck is that like? beef smell <laughs> oh no yeah i never had people commenting on it i don't know if you, that voice was supposed to be you or other people but no but it, was, it was it's definitely me i've never yeah it's i always feel like i can smell it so i don't yeah. know if it's like an internal like worry thing well and i think i think if you can smell yourself that means everybody else can because usually it's <laughs> a good rule usually oh. that i mean because i've been a stinky yeah. boy for a lot of my life <laughs> so like that's kind of been my rule of thumb and it's worked out a little bit better for me <laughs> But yeah, if you're ever like, if you can smell yourself, and you're like, nobody knows that I'm like farting in this chair. If you can <laughs> smell yourself, everyone knows you're farting in that chair. Yep. That's, so that's what I go with. <laughs> that would Stinky Boy be your like your? You know what? Boxers have like nicknames. That's would that be, what would what would be your nicknames? You're like. Oh, I like I kind of yeah, like Stinky Boy. Stinky Boy. Stinky Boy. Stinky Boy. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd have to be like a like a 1950s. Boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah old, like, good old stinky stew. Yeah, exactly. I'm stinky, picturing you've got like the stew. wrestler one piece on, but like you know when wrestlers Ooh. have the one where it's like just one, oh, like the yeah. one strap, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. strap, yeah. timeless look, yeah. Mm -hmm. And your your signature move could be like you know just a really nice straight punch, you know, mm -hmm. call it the stinky straight. Ooh, yeah. stinky straight, and they fall down, and then you smell your arm. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's the yeah the combination flex smell your arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> what about you, Bakri? Oh, I don't know. My only, the only nickname I've ever had in my life has really just been B or Bach or like other plays on my name. Mostly those two. Mm. So like, I don't. Boxery. That's what they Ooh. call me. Boxery. That's definitely a cool nickname that they would use in the boxing world. Definitely boxery. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Boxery. That's, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. And then I get into, and then I, you know, start competing in kickboxing instead, and now I'm kickboxery. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. 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 You got one, Charlie? Oh, no. I should have thought of one before I asked. <laughs> I it's the worst if it comes back to you. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's. Okay, let's talk about um, the anime we just watched. The yes, first seven yes. episodes of Hajime no Ippo. It's controversial. Continue.
Yeah, we we uh, I there's there's a fight at the end of the sixth episode that I thought ended at the end of the sixth episode. Yeah. I was incorrect, so we just finished the fight. Yep. So now we watch seven. So if you're doing your homework at home, uh, you should have done extra credit. I don't know. Yeah, I think even Dumbass. that alone is like the most positive review you can give an anime is be like. We literally had to break a rule to watch because it's <laughs> exactly. that good. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that is high praise actually. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So I think I know your guys' answer, but like uh, Charlie, how did you feel about Hajime no Ippo? I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very good. Yeah, and I, th- I take the same boat for you, Bakri. Fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. That's why I've yeah. only watched it through twice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've watched it more. If, if it wasn't garbage. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a big fan. This is like something Oh, I, I didn't say it wasn't garbage. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, liking something and whether yeah. or not it's garbage. Yeah. Mutually yeah. exclusive. Yeah, thing. that's the whole X-Arms episode. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Um, but no, like this is something I always come back to if I like need to need to motivate myself, especially if it's like I haven't been working out for a while. I'm getting kind of sloppy. Like I got to gotta do something. Like that's what I put on. That's that's my, you know, what many people go to Rocky for. I go to uh, Hajime no Ipo for that's that's my thing. Oh, how fun would it be to see like a Stallone Hajime no Ippo? Oh my god! Don't don't talk about porn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah, anime Stallone would be would be everything I want oh. packaged together. I I want that voice coming out of an anime character. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I watched um, the very idea of Stallone becoming aware that anime exists <laughs> would be a wild thing. I really want to hear Stallone start like refer or like addressing people with Japanese uh, honorifics. You know, this <laughs> uh, Makunouchi son, yeah, really good, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to talk about this anime, but on there. I, I think about this all the time where it's like, there's guests that are like good for this show, like, you know, like good friends and there's stuff like that. But I'm like, in the future, if we ever got really popular, like who would be the guest? And all I want to do is bring on guests that have no right, like, or no reason to ever be on the show. And like Stallone is now top of the list. Like yeah. bring him on to like watch anime. Yeah. yeah he's... Oh my God, that'd be good. I actually yeah. listened to a very long podcast that he was on because his daughters who were like influencers. Um, have a podcast and their most viewed episode they're like we got our dad to do one <laughs> and he's he's as insane as he's always been. <laughs> as insane and disconnected and amazing that sounds wonderful <laughs> and he's just like oh <laughs> that's part of why the Creed movies are so good is because he's just like oh. there, there's an incredible scene in the Creed movie in the first one where he like writes down a thing for Adonis and goes to give it to him, and Adonis takes a picture and goes to leave. And Rocky's like, "Don't you need the paper?" <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "No, I got a picture." And he's like, "Well, what if you like lose your phone?" And he's like, "It's up in the cloud." Stone looks up at the sky, <laughs> and I love that he like had them add in that scene of him being like, "I'm old now." <laughs> yeah, well, you have to establish it in the yeah. film, otherwise we might think he's still young. Yeah, but I also uh, like the idea of them writing that him being like, "But what is it though?" <laughs> how great would it be if like then there's like half an hour explanation of like what is the cloud how does it work what, you just got more and so more questions and it's, it's like the for the first time boomers everywhere will finally understand how the cloud works i've never seen stallone use a computer i think that's like a critical hey, thing to that's add. a good point i've never seen one he has a computer in cobra 
But he never, he never touches it. I don't think he ever uses it. Uh, he yeah. just, like, sits in it when he cuts, like, the tips off of his pizza. <laughs> he might oh, use one in escape plan, but I don't, I don't think he does. I think he's, like, in prison the whole time. Yeah, I don't I, think he ever uses one. Well, and you never see, like... Like, the, I'm thinking of the photos of Stallone that I, that I have locked away in my brain. Um, he's, like, good-looking guy. He's always walking around. Never see him on his phone. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Anyways, how about Hajime no Stallone? But the show is very good. Um, they hit the formula very well, but, like, there's so much heart in it, mm-hmm. which really works. Um a lot of grocery bag and fish tackling carrying. Yeah. Right? Well, Ipo is such a like likable character, I, you know. So it's like it's fun seeing him be motivated to like do a good job and everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like that's it's it's hard to not like relate to him because he's not like such a weird character or something. Yeah. You know, like you there could be another story where like. Epo is just like you know he's got some kind of weird thing going on and maybe that's yeah. interesting but like you just it's not as easy to relate to and whatnot you know? yeah and I think that really works for him because like you know obviously like there's a lot of like machismo in like fight sports of all kinds mm. and like there's a lot like a uh, lot of discussions around like the idea of like trying to be like good at violence versus being good at fighting like you know like somebody who wants to hurt people and somebody who wants to get better at this like competition style thing like yeah the person who wants to kill a guy and the person who wants to shake their hand after they're done with the match kind of thing yeah Yeah. and like i think ipo being just so like relentlessly lovable all the time like really lets you know like this is not that kind of thing where it's like horrifying like that sort of uh me against the world i'm gonna fucking kill everybody kind of like machismo that you see in like a lot of other i think movies about boxers and such yeah, you know, like this. It's I don't know. It, like no, it, it's, it's a good character in yeah, real yeah. boxing matches when they like shake hands or hug at the end. It it's it they do it almost every time, but it gets me every time. Yeah, like, wow, totally. that's so cool. They yeah, just beat each other up and they respect each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb, but it, it works for me. Well, and what time. what you're saying too is like with the the bullies, which kind of help inspire him mm-hmm. to want to be a boxer. Yeah, there's never a part where he's like time to get my revenge yeah you know like he yeah. just kind of ignores the bullies once he gets into right. his thing mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah he doesn't need to beat them there's nothing to be proved uh, proven by like you know beating those guys up even though you know he could at this point yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. or could have back then that kid is jacked <laughs> yeah. holy shit well i was gonna mention that too i really like these shows initial d does this too where they like build in an excuse for why the person is somewhat like talented already yeah Mm. like with this he like does so much physical like manual labor that he like already has muscles to some degree or like an initial d where he's like already driving all the time yeah he like knows how to do that stuff i like that i have i I, like appreciate the storytelling there that they're like trying to build in like the slightest bit of realism that he's just not just like immediately talented yeah yeah Yeah. or he's not like the chosen one of boxing yeah he's also like very underdog he's a smaller guy it seems like yeah he seems pretty short yeah yeah um yeah no i'm with you (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah he's just a total like little dweeb or whatever but he lifts those like just coolers of ice in the first episode i don't know if this is intentional but like he has one of those fucking like power generators on his back like those things weigh a fucking ton a real strong kid and and boxes on top of that yeah they're like ugh there's a part where he lifts several things and then a bunch of old men go, oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, look at how much he can lift. 
I mean, if I saw that, I absolutely would. Like, I'm in such bad shape that whenever I see any kind of, like, moderate physical ability, I'm like, oh! <laughs> uh, a few years ago, I was helping my uh, my buddy move, um, and with him and his, you know, about-to-be roommate, and, like, the two of us are, like, you know, not in great shape. Like, you know, we're lifting all this heavy stuff. It's like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And then uh, his, you know, now roommate, like, is just really fucking strong, and so, like, so the most, most of the time when it was, came time to unload the U-Haul was just him grabbing, like, you know, a thing that he should not by any rights be able to lift himself and then carrying it up two flights of stairs. And me and him just standing <laughs> oh there going, gosh. like, wow, you're so strong. Like, yeah. we just did yeah. that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just his cheerleaders that day. That's all yeah. we did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he pretended his back didn't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> he was just Thanks, like, yeah, it's guys. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that is the funny part when, like, you are trying to, like, oh, like, oh yeah, I'm the strong one here. I'm Time for me to one. show off. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then you get home and have to, like, take a nap or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Need a so heating bad. path. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like uh, my girlfriend lives up a flight of stairs and, um, like, I'll carry some stuff up there. She's like, oh, like, nice. I'm glad you were able to carry all that stuff. And I just have to, like, try not to show that I'm, like, breathing really heavy, and, like, <laughs> going up the stairs and carrying things. Like, yeah, no, no big deal. <laughs> like, come are... on, in the nose, in the nose. <laughs> stairs are brutal, even if you're in shape sometimes. True. That's like a really good, like, workout thing, just running upstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I used to, I had stairs at my, uh, when I lived with my grandma, and so I would just yeah. run up and down the stairs. That was my exercise, because I didn't want to go outside. <laughs> just blast your knees. Yeah, exactly. Needs <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I would go up them straight right? like Let's just destroy our knees. <laughs> <laughs> I want to not be able to walk when I'm old. <laughs> I'm I'm just banking on them having like robot legs for me in the future. Yeah, you know? it's like, gonna I'm happen. Really leaning in on that one. So I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make this make everybody turn. Like I want all the CrossFit people to hate you guys now. <laughs> Um, Stallone avidly hates the podcast. No! no. <laughs> That'd be heartbreaking. We can talk about the first episode. First episode is great. It's like, you learn who Epo is. He's this jacked kid <laughs> who uh, is a total wimp. But yeah. he gets, after getting bullied, you know, he gets, yeah. uh, he learns the, the wonders of boxing from mm-hmm. guy whose name I'm not going to remember. Takamura. Takamura. first name, but cool hair. Yeah. Cool hair. The hair's really cool in this show. Yeah. I love, I'm, I'm a sucker for anime pompadours. <laughs> There's plenty of pomps in this one. So yeah. many. Yeah. It's like everyone is dressed like Kuwabara. <laughs> the blueprint. But with no buttons. <laughs> As in a, one of the, in either the first episode or like the beginning of the second one, just so you guys know, the, the guy like pulls off all the other guy's buttons really fast because he's a boxer yeah you yeah. didn't even see we his hands move yeah. yeah yeah they looked like they were in his pockets yeah actually <laughs> yeah it's so it, it's a good way of establishing like yeah this guy this guy's the badass totally right? yeah. yeah like the difference between them is immense you know yeah i feel like i need to watch more to confirm this but i feel like they totally do a yamcha with that guy where he like gets immediately establishes the badass and then just kind of they just kind of decrease no, no really. they do that's great no yeah like no, Takamura is like, I like that way more yeah he's like he is like this up and coming like you know champion in the making pretty much and like he because like his his name and like his emblem like Taka means hawk and like you know they, and also means like high up um so I think like 
symbolically and also just like in the narrative like he is always this benchmark that Epo is trying to reach like that that constant goal for him is there oh. an episode where he and Epo fight no they're in completely different weight classes i think oh so maybe well, they that spar makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah yeah i don't think they fight ever yeah because takamura is uh like heavyweight right? i think he is yeah, yeah. Uh, Ipo, Ipo's featherweight or lightweight, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, completely different division. Which one's lighter, lightweight or fe- featherweight? I want to say feather. Yeah, feather? Unless, okay. unless we're going literally because feathers weigh way more than light. So. <laughs> what weighs more, 10 kilograms of feathers? 10 kilograms of steel. Steel, because steel's heavier. <laughs> steel's heavier than feathers. It is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the whole, uh, like... I like the all like the training that you see. Like I like how they set everything up. There's mm-hmm. like all the the gym equipment and that I'll never understand how to use. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, you just kind of punch it, you know. Mm-hmm. What did they use? They just had punching bags, right? Yeah, it was punching bags. Punch they bags. had the speed bag, you know, speed bag. speed bag, and they had this weird ball that would like come go back and forth and like oh, you would like yeah, dodge yeah, yeah. it I've, I guess I've Stallone learns to use that in the third Rocky movie when he's training with <laughs> yeah. Apollo Creed because he needs to learn rhythm <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. of it's like a dodging thing yeah yeah because like trying like I was trying to piece together like what that thing was because there's just like a, like it's just in quick shots and I'm like what is this weird little fucking Star Wars training droid bouncing back and forth <laughs> on this man before we cut away, I should add in, it totally relates to, because the third Rocky is the most homoerotic of all the Rockies. Oh, yeah, that's one of the beach scenes. <laughs> the beach stuff. scenes, yeah. the chemistry between those guys in the beach scene is insane. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they like, they're, to, to summarize it for anybody who hasn't seen it, there's a scene where he finally succeeds in his training, and he and his trainer, who are both jack-ripped in crop tops <laughs> with, like, dolphin shorts... Are jump up and hug each other in slow motion with the waves crashing over them on a beach. Beautiful. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. The epitome oh. of guys being dudes. Just, just guys, guys being dudes. dudes. Yeah. The Rocking. entire the entire show we were just every time they were in the boxing um, like the training gym, it was just like guys being dudes. Yeah. Guys, guys being dudes. dudes. Yeah, At one point, uh, Miata like clinches him in that last fight, and like the first clinch, it like is like this mm. long like. They hold it for a few seconds, and it's like Miata's lips are like half an inch from Ipo's so like close. nape of his oh, neck, yeah. you know. And it's just that's just guys being dudes, guys you being know. Dudes. Clinching being when like boxers like do that hug. Yeah, the, the boxer hug. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I always just called it the boxer hug. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how they show their friends while they're fighting. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, there's also... So, I think it's at the... Whereas in MMA, you just go into the missionary position. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, There's also in the third episode, there's that, like, trope of... I I don't know what it is, but where the guy, like, you know... You put your hands together and you kind of make, like, a gun. And then you, like, shove it up the person's butt. I know the Korean word for that. I don't know the Japanese word. I don't know. Uh, Kakashi refers to it as the thousand years of pain in Naruto. He does two fingers, though. Two fingers. Yeah, I mean, he might have done two fingers. Maybe. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Sure, sure. That pops up all the time, too. He he calls it something, but I can't remember what it is. They they call it... um, He gets bumped or something like that. He's getting uh, goosed up. Goosed. Goosed. That's it. If anybody ever did that to me, I don't think I'd ever forgive that. No, yeah. never. Especially if they did it, like, fucking hard. Yeah. But... It's not even, like, a butt thing for me. It's just, like, that that sucks. Like, yeah. it's just a sucky thing to do to <laughs> yeah. someone. 
Well, yeah, like if somebody like crouched down and like uppercutted my ass, like yes, I'd be kind of mad. Yeah, no, definitely, it's not a pleasure, pleasant thing. Yeah, or pleasurable for that. Well, moment. you know, I mean, if you're ready for it, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I guess. <laughs> if you were ready for it, that'd be even weirder. <laughs> you you I gotta okay, be prepared. I just feel like it's too much force, you know. Give it a try. <laughs> That's like asking, you know the thing with the beer bottles when somebody like taps the top of it and oh, makes yeah. it overflow? That's like being ready for that. It's like, okay, give it a go. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you're right. It just still sucks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, not long after that, there's like the leaf training scene. I think that's like the second episode is like him getting ready yeah, and all that. Um, I think it, the first episode ends with like him being introduced to that, and then yeah. the second episode is him mastering it, and then going to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. The show has like kind of interesting pacing where like the episodes kind of like cross over between each other. Like the ending of the episode, yeah. the second half is setting up what the first half of the next episode is going to be. Yeah, about. it's the kind of thing yeah. that like it's great for like watching a bunch of episodes in a row, but like I, that must be infuriating if you're just watching it on TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a classic like cliffhanger thing. Yeah, but yeah. No, oh, I don't know how much. how people did it back in the day. I don't know how I did it back in the day, where it's like, you mean I can't watch another episode? Um, I have to wait. Thank thank goodness for Mister Nice Voice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come in and summarize the show. Exactly. Which I hope this had on TV, but we don't have it on uh, what we were watching. Yeah. yeah. No, because there was just. Um, and I mean, maybe they add because sometimes like they don't when have him in the first few episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we last saw Yipo, he was collecting the fourth <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so then there's like the there's the leaf scene, and I really like that part because it makes me wonder like how hard that would actually be. Because in my yeah. head, it doesn't sound that bad. Well, but because to him it didn't either. But I guess the bigger thing was not catching the leaves. But it was like holding on to a leaf while grabbing another. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. why it was like a speed thing, right? Yeah. Mm, it's kind of cool. Like the, the technique behind throwing a good jab is like keeping loose and then like tightening at the moment of impact. Mm. So that like you can have the maximum like velocity with your hand, but then like, you know, have a hard fist to punch with, like actually right. hit somebody with. Mm. So it's like learning that balance of the muscles to like loose and then tighten up right where you need it to be because if you don't tighten up in time then you're yeah. breaking your hand on somebody's face you oh know? you don't punch open-handed no yeah that's my technique oh, so you, so you yeah. gotta work on that one a little bit i think <laughs> you can yeah. you can punch or you can slap but you can't you can't slap punch that doesn't no work. no just open hand Only... fingers out right into their <laughs> right into their bones there you go <laughs> I'm like, I mean, if my fingers aren't bending backwards at the end of the fight, I didn't fight hard enough. You know what? I think I think there's there's a couple guys in Fist of the North Star who fight like that. So, I mean, you know. Oh, there yeah. are. Yeah. You just got to find a different... But they, different they also, like, punch through people. That's so, true. I just got to work harder. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, when we watch... <laughs> I really want to have a night where we watch the American live-action Fist of the North Star. Oh, God, me too. Yeah. Because he doesn't... The, the what? <laughs> you didn't know about this? I didn't know about this. Oh. I love too. Fist of the North Star. <laughs> I didn't know about this. It is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Ricky O live action movie, but it was made in America for some reason. Yeah. It's like, what? Because wow. he does watch it one night. Like, what? When Kenshiro does his, like, you know, the when he does the You're Already Dead move, you know, he does, like, he punches a bunch of, you know, pressure points and then their heads explode, right? Yeah. The same thing happens, but it, it, they're not. He doesn't punch, really. He just kind of goes, like, ha, 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 ha. 
your dad. And then the guy goes, like, what? And then he explodes. He's like, what? It's the, the daintiest <laughs> little pokes on the guy's chest uh, area. And then he explodes. <laughs> uh, he just gives wonderful. him, like, a little massage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, it's not a yeah. five-finger death punch. It's a five-finger, like, poke. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It, it definitely falls victim to the classic, like, you know, any of those animes you, like... Yeah, it's an unrealistic standard, but you still see the live action thing, and you're like, he's not buff enough to be that guy. <laughs> but that main guy doesn't look even like close. Like, they they made a really weird call with who they picked for him. Oh yeah, yeah, he looks very strange. We were talking about it, like the, like Hajime no Ippo has a lot of like hyper masculine moments, but like yeah. nothing is more masculine than fucking fist, fist of the North, North Star. Star. Yeah. It's, it's it's masculinity bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it is just huge muscle men fighting each other to the death over a woman. It still works <laughs> for me. It's so good. Oh I love it. I've seen it like I've seen the movie. I've never seen the show, but I've seen the movie like three or four times. Yeah. Like I think it's so good. Yeah. And I still I still just like get so stoked. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so fun. I <laughs> There was one time Anthony had, like, a really bad headache. Like, it was, like, lasting multiple times. Like, super bad migraine. He's in the living room. And I don't know why I did this, but we were talking, like, talking about stuff. Fist of the North Star came up. I was like, we should just watch Fist of the North Star. And I didn't, like, put together that I'm going to show a man with a nightmarish headache. Oh, people's no. heads exploding. <laughs> and it makes that super high-pitched, like, drone noise yeah. right before it happens. Oh, no. I think he had a good time, but... <laughs> screeching thing. That's so good. It was like the basically the worst thing I could have made. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good prank. You really got him. Got him. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Fuck, that's good. That's good. Um, but I'm really excited to watch the rest of of Epo. It looks really good. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Like, and, I, and even when I watched it before, I don't think I got super far. So. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a good one. Seeing that that like steady progression of like Epo's ability is like really really gratifying. I think I you know mm. yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah, and well, that's the cool thing that a longer show can do with it is you can really watch it, watch him actually grow rather yeah. than then having to like glaze over. To totally, because yeah, because there's like two episodes where they're basically just like training episodes. Like yeah. episodes like yeah. three and four are just like three. We're gonna teach you how to do an uppercut. And then four is like we're gonna teach you how to counter the counter punch. Yeah. You know? um, and that's what's interesting for me, a guy who doesn't know much about boxing other than like the yeah. obvious two dudes punching. Um, yeah. It's it, I do like appreciate like all all like okay, you need to like twist your body and do this thing, and then yeah. you go up. Yeah. Yeah. I like when shows can be like educational, even when it's about stuff that I'm never gonna fucking use in my entire life. <laughs> oh, totally. Even though it's something I do, but even still, you know, yeah. Like, I watched Yuri on Ice and loved learning about ice skating. I'm never going to fucking figure skate. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still really good. Yeah. But yeah, like the same for like boxing. I don't know. There's something. Maybe this is just me being like too like fake manly or whatever. But like, you know, when you learn about fighting, like you might get in a fight one day and you might need to know how to <laughs> throw a punch or do a... twist your hip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Maybe I feel like the one largest like <laughs> obstacle Hell to yeah. like being able to like fight with capital F, you know, is mm -hmm. like 
being able to get punched in the face and not immediately go into fight or flight mode. No, oh, because like, yeah, once yeah. that happens, you're not thinking anymore. You're not right, applying right. anything that you've learned yeah. because like those all your senses are right there, your eyes yeah. and your nose and everything. You know? Well, and like anything hits you in the head, like even like a soft ball. Yeah. Like if you're not ready for it, it's like I'm ready to kill everyone in this room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Or I'm ready to run away as <laughs> fast as possible, <laughs> which is me. <laughs> I saw a friend get hit in the head one time, and I watched him, like, restrain all of the anger, like, in a oh. Like, I've never seen, like, a person, like, choke down rage before. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And he was just like, please don't do that. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> that's a badass response. Yeah, that's pretty good. Head, yeah. <laughs> please so. don't do that. <laughs> like, please don't do Like, I had one time where I was playing hacky sack with a friend, and... His shoe flew off and hit me right in the face. Ouch. And I was, like, ready to kill my friend in that moment. <laughs> like, I was like, how dare he do that to me? <laughs> how dare he not tie his shoes tighter? Yeah. <laughs> this was entirely his fault and not some kind of accident. That's how dads feel when they see young people wearing new balances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, They're like, fight or flight. are ready to turn those white things red. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, but yeah, I liked I liked the training episodes also because they're setting up like what, how, because he's going to go fight his rival in the show, Miata, and I like that you're setting up like, okay, the uppercut is, you like, you want to know how uppercuts work, even if you kind of understand it yeah. from just like a normal principle, like punching somebody up would hurt. Yeah. Um, yes. But it's important because it comes up in that fight, you know? Mm -hmm. So you want to know the mechanics of the uppercut. And, I love this shit, it sets up, like, that he can't aim when he does the uppercut. So when the uppercut happens at the end of the big fight, um, they're like, oh, he missed. He didn't miss. That was crazy. his chin. And they set that yeah. up earlier in their first fight, where Miata does the same thing to him. Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked the... Um... The sort of progression you see from like that first sparring match he has with Miata until they're like you know they're they're rematched three months later. Like uh, in the first fight, whenever the bell for the round like rings, you know Miata like multiple times is mid swing at Ipo's head, and he's like he's gonna nail that shot, but then like the the bell goes off and he stops because like that's not how he wants to win. Yeah. And then once Ipo's like leveled up and they're more like fighting as equals in that second one the like they come out of their corners and the bell rings as they're approaching each other and Miata's like full on running at him like he does not give a shit anymore he's still ready to go yeah like yeah the fact that Ipo was able to make him lose his composure that much was like it really gives you an idea of like not only how far Ipo's come but like you know how the rivalry between them is starting to grow it's really cool yeah another yeah. great moment that really wigged him out from that fight too is when he like hit Ipo and Ipo just like took it in yeah. the face and then hit him and that's like a huge boxing thing too, because, and I'm restraining myself from using a direct Rocky quote here, but like, <laughs> so much of boxing is like knowing how to get hit. Yes, is horrible. <laughs> yeah, and like, not good for you. Definitely, definitely <laughs> but, not. But like, part of the the sport, and like, there are guys who are great at hitting people, but they get hit once or twice, and they're out of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And real boxing hits are not anything like regular human beings <laughs> no yeah totally well yeah but that part that part's also great because that's his like counter to the counter punch where yeah. like he throws his face into yeah. miata's fist yeah. so that miata can't punch it full force yeah and then he can and then he hits him over that oh 
That was great. I think that's the punch, too, where he hits Miata so hard that Miata flies backwards and slides <laughs> on his head. Yeah. <laughs> he comes, like, uh, skidding to the halt, like, head first. Yeah. yeah. And then I the like rest of his body hits the ground. Kind of stuff. There was another part where they were fighting, and there was, like, this, like, circle of wind around them. Yeah. Like, 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 like in a Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, that that so was the, the uppercut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's like he punched so hard like he like knocked the air out of the area. Totally. You know? They get a lot crazier with like the audio and visual like effects like once they get into like the actual like pro matches and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, somebody like stops and pivots on their foot and what you're hearing is like brake screech or, like you know tire screeching and stuff like that and like when Evo's revving up for a big punch it's jet engines you know like Ooh, yeah. they do really cool stuff with the sound effects and just the general presentation of it the and, only boxing movie I've ever seen really pull off like the absurd like close up make you feel how it feels thing is that is, is Raging Bull is like incredible for that it's so tight the whole movie like literally like tight angle like you're like in the ring with them and it's so scary. Like, <laughs> yeah. like they shoot the boxing parts like a horror movie. It's, yeah. like, it's really cool. It's yeah. so violent. Like it's like the most violent boxing movie. That it's, sounds cool as hell. It's horrifying. And there's like <laughs> blood going. There's there's this incredible shot where he like hits somebody in the face, and the guy's blood. They for they just make it so over the top. <laughs> but they like just literally throw like a bucket of blood on the audience. But it like makes you feel the way that would probably feel just oh have God. somebody else's blood just like flatter all over you totally yeah. it's it's incredible well and and that's the kind of style that i like in like anime and movies and stuff where it's yeah. like it's about conveying a feeling rather than being realistic exactly. i think that stuff always comes across better totally exactly. yeah and speaking of like the audio and all that like the the music in the show and like all the sound effects and everything are like top notch oh, like, i really so liked good. it yeah great like, audio great music yeah mm-hmm. it's like a weird soundtrack too yeah it's very very eclectic with its with its stylings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like trying to like it does a good job of like selling the mood and everything yeah. too. It's definitely a mix of that like indie Japanese garage rock stuff that I really like as background music and then also that like initial D like EDM stuff. Yeah. But they like use them both well like it all fits. Totally. Yeah. Mm. Totally really cool song there's a lot of weird introspective just guitar stuff which made me really happy real quick I think we're gonna use this oh dude gotta go to Shen Yun was that who was that sent to anyway is that me I don't know. Whose junk it, mail is that? I think it, it went to just the, the house, because I saw one in our neighbor's thing, too. Perfect. Somebody sent me a meme that referenced Shen Yun once, and my brain exploded. It was, uh, <laughs> it was so funny. I saw one of those, you know the meme where it's like, um, it's, uh, what's that guy's name? Ryan, no. No, Ryan Gosling in... Blade Runner, where he's like looking up, like you see him looking up, and his face is all washed in like purple and blue and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, and then it cuts just the Shen Yun poster. <laughs> That's so I, n- I never noticed that it says at the top uh, China before communism. That's the. <laughs> That's the selling point. Yeah. Yeah. What was China was like before, before the commies? <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I wasn't curious, just because I've been seeing Shen Yun posters for so long now. I know. Like it's like. I guess we should go at yeah. some point. 
If it's been going this long, it must be good. Stay tuned for the Battle School Dropout Shen Yun episode. We're going to go see six Shen Yu performances and let you know if it's good. Going to be like, the really interesting part was their choice to set it before Kong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah where's, the, where's the post-communism Shen Yu? I'll give that a math, but I keep watching if communism shows up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the Karl Marx sequel. <laughs> There is there's an anime that may, that was like funded by the Chinese government that's like about Karl Marx and oh, uh, saw... Engels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's that stuff. like CGI animation, right? I don't know. I just kind of saw that and I was like, well, this is insane. Like, like wow. Yeah. Well, like I just can't imagine seeing like a positive take on like being American. I can't imagine seeing a positive take on Karl Marx like presented in like a film or something. Like, yeah. Thank you. I don't know what yeah, it, it it looked very romantic. Yeah, like it looked like it was about his life rather than his like writing, which was like I was like interesting take. Yeah, I think I think well, like what did, what did what did Marx do? I don't really remember. Yeah, <laughs> he, had to, he wrote some manual or something. I, I expect to turn on the show and him be like, you know what I like buying things. <laughs> I just like buying things. <laughs> How about working? <laughs> you guys like working? You guys don't like sharing, do you? <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Do they, um, like, do they like style it up? Is he like in modern day Tokyo? Or no, no, it like yeah. takes place in time period. I was oh. hoping it would be like a Saint Young Man, you know? Jesus just, and Buddha just being roommates in modern I, day Tokyo. I loved that. That was so good. But yeah, no, the preview was him, like, asking a woman to dance, and they ballroom dance, and I was like, who is this about? Me? <laughs> he was like, would you like to share the dance floor? Oh! I was just kidding. I, mean, oh, I added that part in, but... Yeah. <laughs> to equally distribute what? the dance floor amongst the people? We could have had the Karl Marx Isekai. Like, Karl Marx dies, and he goes to, like, a magical fantasy world and has to teach them about communism. Oh, man, that's so good. <laughs> I like that. He's teaching the equal value between elves and slimes <laughs> and how all of them were part doing labor, you know. <laughs> the state will gradually fade away, and then it will just be dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they keep making these, like... <laughs> oh, it's good. They keep making these isekai series where it's, like, they, they don't end up actually, like, going on a crazy adventure. It's like, I'm gonna help the king of this land with, uh, you know, figuring out how to allocate his budget this year or something, you know? Like, if you're gonna do, bo be, like, do boring shit about it, you might as well, like, have it be someone like Karl Marx, you know? Or... Oh. Bob there... Perez or Bob the, Perez, the, the law, yeah. the water law man. <laughs> weren't you talking about how there were there were two that were where they became a pharmacist? Yeah, there's yeah. two in which a guy goes to this fantasy world, and then he's like, "Well, fuck, I like medicine. I guess I'll just post up in this town and help people, you know, get their medicine because I know where to find, you know, herbs and shit." And that's that's just what he does. Yeah, some yeah. of these animes are like. Some of these guys are just, like, hitting the bottom of the barrel hard. Like, like, I'm waiting for the anime where they're like, they're like, I'm going to try really hard and learn how to dig ditches. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Well, every once in a while you get... The formula would still work. That's oh, the yeah, painful yeah. part about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, every once in a while you get anime that's, like, funded by, like, a certain group. And oh, there's, like, yeah. one that's, like, about, like, Japanese rice growers or something. And it's, oh. like, this kid who goes to a school to learn how to grow rice and talk and he's like there and he's talking about how Jap like he's like kind of an outcast but he's gonna prove to his friends that Japanese rice is the best rice. Is that Silver Spoon? Is that I don't what Silver remember. Spoon is about I just I just remember watching an episode and just being like, What what who who wanted this? Oh Japanese Rice Growers Association. Oh, okay. I've played Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, where it has an extremely realistic uh, rice growing. I love to, that there's competition. To the point where people use, like, the Japanese Board of Agriculture's, like, guidelines or something like that as strategy guides for this rice growing in this game about fighting demons and stuff. And that game fucks. I love that game. So <laughs> I'm the cool. guy they're, they're out for with this with this Japanese rice growing anime. I'm like deeply interested in finding this. Because I've done that. I'll, virtually. I'll, I'll, I'll send it your way. They don't call me a gamer because I have no life, but because I have many. Are you a gamer? Sure. Are you a gamer? Are you a gamer? My girlfriend, had, like, she plays video games. And she, like, one time, like, this guy talked about Assassin's Creed, and um, uh, she was like, oh, you like Assassin's Creed? I think it's pretty cool. And he just went, like, you're a gamer, girl! <laughs> I love the adding the girl part to mm -hmm. this. Well, yeah. it, it, it's like, it sounds innocuous on paper, but when someone adds gamer girl, like, you know exactly where their head's at. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Well, but, they, I mean, those are the two genders. You have gamer and gamer girl. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I got the census this year, and it was like, man, woman, gamer, gamer girl. Gamer <laughs> <laughs> I like how gamer is, like, neutral, and then gamer girl. <laughs> gamer girl it's like very distinctly like someone who uses that term is a very different person yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah like how it immediately like changes the meaning of game <laughs> gamer boys <laughs> so terrible oh where's all the pop songs about gamer boys you're a gamer you know? boy <laughs> well gamer guy no i'm like thinking like gamer girl kind of works because there's like alliteration yeah, the there Nah, uh, gamer, gamer guy. Boy. It's like Skater Boy, you know? Yeah. yeah. She was a gamer boy. Like if Avril Lavigne <laughs> wrote that song this year, it would be Gamer Boy, not Skater Boy. Skating's oh not that God. cool anymore. Well, it's getting cooler. He again. was a gamer boy. He smelled really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Skater Boy is a messed up song. Sure was. A dark song. Yeah. I, I forget about that, that like bridge at the end where she's like, yeah. Screw you now. You're all alone with the baby. You're a single oh, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. You dumb idiot. You, you had dumb a kid. Yeah. Oh my god. Now he's hanging out with me. <laughs> we have You're no taking kids. care of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird Wild thing stuff. that she inserts herself into the song at the really end of the weird. Point, Yeah. Because yeah. she ended up marrying Chad Kroger. Like, I don't yeah. think he skated. Right. That's a Nickelback guy, right? That's a Nickelback guy. Did Which... you guys ever hear that Hello Kitty song she did that's, like, oh, rough? The one that's, like, pretty... Like, the video is, like, very racist. Is it, the, is it one of those where she goes to, like, Harajuku or whatever and, like... It's very pink and all that. Because that's the one that's... 
It was Gwen Stefani. Did Pink do that? I thought it was Gwen Stefani. Well, there, there, I, 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 there's, I might have her. There's Gwen Stefani. No, no, there's, there's both. So there's yeah. Gwen Stefani and Avril Lavigne around the same time released like songs that were like they took the we, same we, place in Japan. Like <laughs> weeaboo pop. For, <laughs> yeah. Kirsten Dunst tried to get in on that too oh. with a recording of Turning Japanese. Oh yeah. no, not good. No Dyed her hair blue for it. It's crazy. Oh. I like those Spider-Man movies, but I don't. That I wasn't it. Man, I like that's... those Spider-Man movies, but I, I, I like her in them, but I don't like her as Mary Jane. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I love just real quick. We we should cut this out so I don't get canceled. I love You're that. Canceled. I love that song, <laughs> "Turning Japanese." I think it sounds so fun as long as you don't listen to the lyrics. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, oh, this is kind of fun, but the the you know the Asian note that it does, but like everything else is, I don't know. It's fun. I, I not enough it. to listen to it, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I just wish it weren't there. racist. <laughs> yeah, it's about masturbation, isn't it? It's like. That's what I've always yeah. been told. I no, couldn't no, no, tell it, you, besides the words turning Japanese, I couldn't tell you a single other lyric in that I, song. But. I've, I've heard that, like, they, like, vehemently deny that it's that. Like, even to this day, they say that. A lot but... of people vehemently deny being caught jacking off, you know. So, yeah. These things so. Happen. I wasn't doing it. <laughs> I wasn't doing it. I just had an itch. <laughs> I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what (laughs) Pornhub.com is. My friend looked that up as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) My friend typed in all the bad words on my phone, I swear. Earlier today, so I used my, my, um, I used messaging on my desktop, like, you know, you go to messages.google.com, it connects to your phone, and then you can text Mm -hmm. with a keyboard. Mm -hmm. And I can type fast, so that's great for me. Um, And so usually I can just type in, like, M-E-S, and then enter and it like auto fills the rest yeah i was trying to do that today and i typed in m-e-s-s and then hit enter and instead somehow it took me to mess.com which surprise surprise is a porn site mess yeah oh no yeah and like a very like poorly coded one it looks like it oh, looks like I, kind of geocities you know what, I is do. It, what is, is it just like a general one or they with a name like mess i would assume they like specialize you would it. think yeah. right i i didn't i didn't dig that far into it i was headed for a whole different website you weren't just like hmm i guess this is what's going on <laughs> yeah, I, guess I'm, I guess i'm busy yeah. those, those people, anyway. I, just the door. <laughs> I can't I was, not look at porn i was just sitting there like who goes to i'm gonna like who's like getting getting you know the getting's good got something to do got all the supplies yeah you're a man on a mission you know you're ready to go (laughs) and you sit down at your pc and you type in mess.com that's I think I think that's the most like on the nose metaphor that you need to sort your life out going to (laughs) mess.com um that's you go and you log into bing and you type in (laughs) (laughs) mess.com maybe it is I know there's like a lot of (laughs) I know there's a lot of people who are into like mess it like like food messes as like a sexy thing like mm. those TikToks that were going around where it's like food here's a great idea for a party just yeah. boil a shit ton of spaghetti make a bunch of spaghetti sauce and then just spread it out all over the table and people can do this like self serve have you guys seen this oh no, no I don't know that what one. the fuck I always forget what it's called but um, Ani and her friends like the videos where the the people it's usually like girls like eat like a lot oh uh, mukbangs yeah yeah Yeah, those are wild yeah i'm not talking smack at all like i I get i get how they're fun but yeah it's very similar to me where it's like 
why? This is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's always a, you know, attractive young woman just spreading, like, way too much, like, spaghetti sauce or, like, PB&J, like, just all over a table. And it's like, this is a sex thing, right? Somebody's whacking into this. Like, that's what the point is. It feels very sexual to me, and maybe that's on us. Maybe that's us just, like, forcing that on there, because maybe it's not, but, like... There's a video of a lady making punch in a toilet bowl. I think. I think. I, think it's, I don't think that's on me anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, well, I don't know. I feel like I'm in too deep because, like, when you're like, I went to mess.com, I immediately was like afraid, like, that's a scat porn website. Oh yeah, fair. Like, yeah. I was like, I, yeah. like, you're gonna like, oh, what's that lady doing? What's that? What's that thing coming towards her face? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of depravity you can you know get into with a with a url like mess.com we should hit them up and see if they want to sponsor this episode. <laughs> yeah yeah this episode is brought to you by mess.com hey, the, the rap snacks money <laughs> and then is you play the up, clip of bakri being like you need to sort your life <laughs> <laughs> well i love the idea of like like getting sponsorships and not saying anything that nice about yeah. the sponsor item that's pretty much what we've been doing with all our sponsorship requests <laughs> I mean, Rap Snacks, we want to re-up our contract. What's up, you know? Yeah. I haven't seen Rap Snacks, like, anywhere in ages. Oh, really? Yeah, me neither, actually. The last few times we checked. Yeah. I think Boosie went to jail. Should throw away the rest of his noodles. <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons we should throw away those noodles. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we were talking about anime, right? Oh, right. Sure. Um, we were on an episode. Yeah, well, we were talking about the music a bit, yeah. which was excellent. Music was uh, very good. Yeah, sound effects were good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think before we, right before we went off the rails, we were talking about, Charlie, we were talking about the, uh, that, like, contemplative guitar, like, just the riff yeah. that happens for, like, oh, minutes. Yeah. So yeah, good. Just guitar on its own is really good to me. I, I, like, really like that because it's it immediately stands out, but is we're all used to hearing guitar, so it's not, like, shocking. Yeah. I thought that was a cool way to do that, like, introspective scene. Because he's not just, like, sad, he's also, like, getting ready to do stuff. So it's, like, cool combination, like, pump up and, like, I'm really thinking about stuff. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I I liked what you said, too, while we were watching it, where it's, like, Japanese, like, rock music and whatnot can use the the worst worst guitar tone, (laughs) and it works. Worst tone, but for some reason they're allowed to do it. (laughs) It works, and it does. It it totally works. Yeah. Like, they they use this specific tone that's horrible horrible it's like <laughs> it's like it's like uh overdriven clean guitar if i would if that, that's probably how i would describe it like it sounds like without a distortion pedal but the amps gain is just high so Hell it just yeah. sounds like bad distortion <laughs> but it really works for them yeah i've heard some american like math like quote unquote math rock people try to use it but i don't know very much the like four four like new math rock stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it kind of reminded me a bit of um, FLCL's soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I can see a that, bit. Yeah. yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Because that was all what the the pillows. Is that the is that the band that did FLCL? So. Yeah. Sounds right. Oh. I haven't seen that. So I'm trying to act like I know years. something. They're, they're a good band. I haven't I haven't seen that show since I was like 17, I think. Oh, it's, I never watched the new one. I I think it, I mean it's like less relatable. Like I it, like I I saw it not too long ago, and it definitely doesn't like hit as hard sure. when you're like a yeah. lonely teenager or whatever <laughs> yeah. but uh it's it, i really i think it's great okay. it's, it's it's one of those shows that like style over um Sounds narrative nice. a lot of the time too yeah. but the narrative still that. i don't know if still hit okay okay music really good oh yeah. yeah oh yeah but yeah hajime no has got great music great music great intro great outro 
Um, I was a big fan of they, they did what is sometimes a faux pas, but they did it really well. Where I didn't even notice if you guys hadn't pointed it out, but they used the intro for one part. Wait, like within an episode. Oh yeah, and then they used the outro for like an introspective moment within an episode at one point too. It was like, yeah, dang, they're I, killing it. I don't, yeah, like I feel like that's that's gotten a bit less. Like I think people have kind of started to see that as like corny, but like, yeah, if you can oh. if you can find like the right time to like have that the theme song come in, like yeah. either during a fight or like during a big training moment, yeah, um, like that's you know that your anime instantly goes up like three levels for me if you yeah. can pull that off. Well, and this this one really because I at, when I first watched these episodes. I didn't actually like the theme song that much. I thought it was really kind of weird. Oh, man. And I was like, what are these lyrics? This is so strange. Who wants to die? Lost minds, dude. Lost that feeling. Oh, And they even put Uh, in the subtitles, like, he wants to be so immersed in his thoughts that he doesn't think about anything else. It's like like a genius annotation, you know? was like, yeah, so I was wrong. (laughs) Well, basically, I was, because, like, then when it played during, like, the montages in, like, the fifth or fourth episode, I was like... I'm hooked on that theme song. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so pumped. Um, yeah, and now, every, like, I didn't skip the theme song once while we were nope. uh, watching this. For goddamn good reason. <laughs> I took that song off of my running playlist because every time I would it would come up, I would run too hard and then end up completely out of breath miles from my house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a genuine problem. <laughs> Shocking Lemon. I was noticing they mentioned the band in the credit sequence, and I would fixate on it every time. <laughs> oh, it's good. Shocking Lemon. Love just those kind of weird. Like it's got to be just a thing. Like you know, weird English names for Japanese bands, like porno graffiti. Yeah. And one of those, like a, like we were talking about the oral cigarettes. Oral cigarettes know. is great. Yeah. Just, <laughs> as opposed to the cigarettes depositories. <laughs> or the nasal cigarettes. You know, there's options. Oh my god. <laughs> when I worked at a dispensary, we got constant requests for suppositories. Whoa. Like, Need that's a thing? Of course it's a it, thing, but yeah, that's we, a thing. We went out of our way to buy them at, some, at one point, but yeah, it was like th- people would like call in to be like, I'm calling everywhere in town. Do you guys have these? Whoa. I'm not judging. Like, I have so many questions. Different. I'm not even judging. I'm just like I was, fascinated. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. I, th- I was like, I don't know what the deal is with that, but it's crazy. I'll, I'll judge a little bit. I feel like there's, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's uh, a little like we have all these other ways of consuming yeah. things that we have worked for centuries. You know, yeah. it's true. You don't have to stick everything up your butt. Some stuff right. up your butt is fine. I but... should clarify. It was almost never young people, so I feel like it had something to do with like specific, maybe specific ailment. Yeah. I just like I know people that, who if talk... it was a young person I would just straight up judge them <laughs> just so you know <laughs> I, yeah I now just... what's the cutoff here asking for a friend was... um, <laughs> uh, thirty two shit so, no, no I was gonna that. I was gonna go even probably gonna be like thirty eight oh, yeah. yeah yeah all right um, no there's I but like I I've seen people talk about like the healing benefits of coffee enemas I'm like no I'm uh, not I'm good I don't I don't need to put coffee there yeah it's... I don't. Yeah, <laughs> we're having a hard enough time grappling with the reality of mushroom coffee. We keep talking about mushroom coffee; it's good for your gut back too. You yeah, haven't been getting those Instagram ads. Is that just me? I don't I actually get those Instagram, Instagram ads, ads, but I know pe- I know what you're talking about. That's like all I get. I've never once searched mushroom coffee in my life, or mushroom really. I did. I like baby bell and mushrooms. I'm a very basic person. Everybody's you know? so into the, what? the mushroom stuff right now. 
that's wild. What, what is yeah. wait, mushroom? Co- like it's like it's, instead of coffee beans, you use mushrooms. Uh, I think like, it's a combination thereof or something. Or, or oh, I thought I thought you were talking about like psilocybin. No, no, no. It's not. It's not a. It's oh, okay. not a drug thing. It's just oh, okay. it's coffee, but it's made out of mushrooms All or right. made partially from. I don't know. I don't know the deal. That's wild. Yeah, it's very strange. I I, I knew somebody who probably has live cultures, right? Probably. I don't know. They say it's good for your gut bacteria and it doesn't give you the jitters and stuff. I don't know. I just want to clarify to people listening, I don't know anything. (laughs) I just want to clarify, I've already identified myself as an idiot. This entire, the entirety of this podcast, this episode and all others, is us very making very clear. We don't know shit about shit. We don't know anything. Yeah. If you know something, please call in. (laughs) You really need the help. It's, It's a monument to us not being smart (laughs) (laughs) a monument uh there before we get away from it um i just have to talk about this because it's on my brain there are i knew somebody who like went to i want to say india to get like these coffee beans that are like special to that region lemurs well no so these ones these ones are like basically like they feed the coffee beans to like like cats or whatever and then like the cats shit them out and oh. the coffee is made from the cat shit that's yeah they do it with lemurs in madagascar oh. it's like a whole big thing too but cats probably too yeah but yeah supposedly like the di- the the like digestive fluids i should clarify also i just started drinking coffee last month so i'm oh, not nice. a coffee person to be to like explaining <laughs> coffee stuff but it's supposed to like like break down Oh, like have that effect on the beans that people really like. Insane. It just seemed like how somebody tried that the first time. <laughs> yeah. <guys> like, you <laughs> Be like, hmm, <laughs> this looks good. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I really liked eating, but like, go like, how did somebody figure this out the very first time? Especially when it's like complicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did somebody figure out how to make stock? Like, I'm gonna just boil these bones for eight hours. Let's what see if what we happens. boiled the bones? <laughs> I, I think I'm really hungry. <laughs> I I always like to imagine that like people in the past were like pranksters. You know, it's like, oh, we're gonna make coffee, but like, make it out of cat shit. And like, the guy keeps drinking it over there. Like, do we, do we find something? Like, he yeah. doesn't seem mad yet. He's like, yeah, oh, this is great. Yeah, I love the What'd ones where do? it's something that's like poisonous, but we figured out a very specific way where yeah. you can't, like pufferfish or something. Yeah, where yeah. It's like, somebody died, but we're gonna keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think about like kombucha. It's like, what if we made yeah. tea and then just left it out for like a really long time? You that know? had to have just oh, been yeah. a mistake. I, it must time. have been, right? Like Somebody's yogurt, been like, I'm been really mistake. thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like what alcohol is. Is like oh, yeah. somebody just like yeah. drinking old stuff because they're like, ah, I'll die otherwise. Let's like, see what happens. Oh, no, the cheese? potatoes have been sitting there for months. Well, let me take a sip, see what's going on. You know? Oh, my cheese? God. I mean, cheese. Cheese, yeah. Too, yeah. Maybe all the milk's old. <laughs> I think what I what I'm realizing is unless it like grows directly the way it is, mm-hmm. I don't understand how people figured out how to eat anything. I don't understand how everybody figured out how to make bread. That's the one that that's the the one that gets me. Yeah, because like every Cause everyone culture has some kind yeah, of bread. Yeah, they all you know? figured it out. Yeah, and I was like, I I would never figure it out. Yeah, I just want to be clear. You could stick me with grain, and I would just chew on it. I would have no idea. If like if you if I didn't have prior knowledge. Yeah. yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. 
Like, you, if I wasn't hit with the Battlefield Earth, like, smart gun. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could put me in a room with all of the ingredients to make bread and, like, an oven and stuff. I still couldn't make bread. <laughs> you could do that with me with some basic recipes. <laughs> Pasta is another thing which is, like, amazing to me. That so many cultures figured it out. It's just yeah. like, how? Yeah. Like, yeah. Noodles and shit. It. Yeah. And they're so good. That's true. <laughs> um, Coincidence. Well, that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I'm I'm big big alien guy on that one. You think they oh, all got hit with the smart ray? The smart ray, yeah, hundred percent. The aliens didn't teach us how to like build ziggurats or anything like that. They did teach us how to make bread. We couldn't yeah. figure that shit out. No way. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to give them anything too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the like aliens taught us how to build the pyramid. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's always like a weird racist context of like. It really is. Non-white people couldn't have done this. Brown people couldn't have done that themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. There's always a weird vibe to it that bothers me. A lot. Yeah. Well, they had to have some aliens or something. <laughs> well, it's also like Stonehenge. They're like, how could they have moved these big rocks? I don't understand. Like, we move heavy things all the time. <laughs> and, and, like, the, the funniest part about Stonehenge is people are still like, man, there's no way they could have built that back in the day. Yeah. And, like, people have gone out and been like, no, this is how they built it. Like, we're yeah, using old technology exactly to do the way this. It this is probably, like, 99% sure, like, this is how they did it. And they're like, just no one knows how Stonehenge got there. <laughs> It is amazing to go to like old places that are still standing and be like, they built this thing and it's amazing that with no tools they did this. But it's not a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they... Well, it's like, yeah, how, like how did they build the pyramids? Well, there were thousands of people working on it. That's yeah. how. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, and a lot of them died. <laughs> that's true. I, I learned, I think I picked this up off of a Persona game and I didn't bother verifying that it was true. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah, so it's true. So according to, I think, Persona 4 Golden, those pyramids were built by thousands of people, many of which died, but they were not slaves because oh, they have true. unearthed um, attendance records, like people calling in sick and stuff like that, which a slave would not be able to do. And my, my That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. My understanding is kind of similar where, at least what it, what I heard was like, Basically, it was like when in the off seasons for farmers, they'd be like, "Hey, if you guys come work on this, we'll give you like food and beer." Yeah. And so they're like, "Yeah, I've got nothing else to do." And yeah. so yeah, that's why people all yeah filled the pyramids. Definitely. If so. my if my time as a gigging musician is to be believed, I mean, people do a lot for food and beer. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Give me a couple slices and a, and an Olympia, I'm happy. I oh, love yeah. history facts like that where it's just like, it's just simple interesting explanations for yeah things. yeah like it just like there's there's so many like uncomplicated answers to things it's like like how did they get like how are we going to get over this wall that protects this town that we're attacking well let's just have a bunch of people take buckets of dirt every day they put one bucket on the hill and then over like the course of six months we'll have a big enough hill that we can just go up to the wall there you go okay how are we going to do that well there's ten thousand of us so just need more buckets just need more buckets yeah <laughs> Probably more people than buckets at this point. <laughs> One of my favorites was in like during like the plague, there was like a whole thing where the water was like infected and there was this pocket of people that all didn't get sick. And what it was was they were all the people who lived closest to the bar because they just drank the beer instead of the water. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funniest part to me about with all that stuff is like 
how when like clean water starts to become like accessible to like all people yeah. humanity's like ability to like make stuff like just skyrockets yeah. like, the industrial <laughs> age starts like right after that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you're not drunk all the time oh that too yeah. oh yeah I guess so <laughs> less diarrhea less being drunk all day yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good point yeah like, not, not that being drunk all day is uh, the worst thing it, in the world that's true <laughs> yeah no, there's there's you worse. You don't get a lot done though. <laughs> no, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we were talking about anime. This is an anime podcast, ostensibly. <laughs> well, let's talk about the final part of um, Hajime no Ippo, which is the battle between Ippo and um, Miyata. Yes, yes. Um, great fight. Look, great wonderful. Fight. Yeah. And there we go. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> I like. No. I like Miyata's story. Is like with like the pedigree i think that that's always a good thing that i like that is featured in like sports anime and movies because it's such a prevalent thing in real life yeah, yeah. being like raised from a young age and it's like a very controversial thing too i or maybe it's not as controversial as it should be like yeah just being like choosing a child and being like you will be a boxer yeah forget school <laughs> forget any <laughs> other options well yeah and because it's, it's insane a lot of the time because it's like uh I'm going to, like, you're going to fulfill the things that I never did. Like, I'm going to live yeah, vicariously always. through you. Yeah, it's you know? always yeah. like that. And they play kind of coy about it, but uh, when Miata's explaining it, it, it certainly sounds like it was more his decision to, like, try and prove that his father's style of boxing was, like, you know, a legitimate, if not superior one, after his dad got beat so bad that he quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I, I think it's them maybe omitting detail, but it sounds more like, you know, that's his choice to take up that mantle rather than his dad being like, you're gonna be a boxer, no other choices, you know? Yeah. Because that definitely puts a different spin yeah. on his character if it's not something he's voluntarily doing. Yeah. I love yeah. the idea of his dad being, like, that sucked, I'm going to stop doing it. And the kid being like, I'm going to do that. And the dad being like, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> yeah, knock yourself out, kid. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, but, so we were talking about the formula, right? Yes, I think yes. the other thing that works really well with Hajime no Ippo, and that works really well in, like, sport, that sports movies more than other movies, I feel like, stick to the setup and payoff. Right, right. right. Like, a, a lot of movies set things up and then don't resolve them for yeah. some reason. But, like, sports stuff is like, okay, you're going to train. It's like, like all the stuff with, like, the uppercut about how that affects. It's like, you know, like, oh, all you have to do is get tapped on the chin and you your legs turn to jelly. And, bam, it comes up several times. It's yep. great. At the same time that I agree with you, I also disagree. Because I think that that's the magic of sports movies is that the payoff is built in already. Like, it doesn't need to be them winning. Mm-hmm. Which is what's so interesting about them to me. They're almost like horror movies and that they actually have options that they can go in order to tell a successful story. Like, he misses that shot. I mean, even though they, they're like, he grazed his chin or whatever, mm. he still didn't succeed, but he got there. Like, he yeah. did the thing, so it was still like a huge success. He, yeah. he won because yeah. of Miata's mistake, mistake, not because of his own success. You know? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you can still lose in sports movies, and it's still a fantastic story because you, like, went the distance. Yeah. That's, yeah. What's, that's what's so satisfying. And I like that. I like not knowing whether it's gonna work or not. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Even if I know that they got there and they've won already in their head. Like, it's 
it adds actual tension. Yeah, cool absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it's it's nice too because you kind of know in the back of your head, like, okay, this is a They'll movie about win. the underdog football team. Yeah, they're going to eventually beat the bad guys, yeah. right? So you kind of yeah. know that going into it. So you got to make the the journey as tense as possible and yeah. whatnot. It's part of why. Spoiler alert. When he loses at the end of the first Rocky movie, it's like one of my favorite things ever because like he is more stoked than the winner. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he did the thing. Yeah, he just, that's all he wanted was to do the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's know. what that, that's kind of the same thing with Epo too. Is like yeah, hey, exactly. even as he's getting his butt kicked in the rounds, he's like, "This is what I want to be doing." Yeah, yeah he just wants to be a guy being a dude. Man. Yeah, I mean, he gets that. Yeah. He just wants to hang out with other sweaty guys. God damn it, he does it. He God. is a dude by the end of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And one heck of a dude. Yeah. It's, Cut it's, up. <laughs> it's satisfying, too, because, like, there's the part where Miata's, like, fallen, and he's like, okay, yeah. I'll get up. I feel fine. But his legs won't cooperate. Yeah. And that you had earlier where Ipo was like, like, I'm gonna like I like he forced himself to stand up. Yeah. Even when he's like yeah. beating like, the hell out of his legs to try and get like feeling back in them so he can stand up before the ten count. Exactly. Yeah. And I I, I like that part because it also kind of digs in at Miata and like his whole beliefs right. about what yeah. what thing. It's like Ipo is a new guy and he was able to do that. I can't. So it's like it, it adds to their rivalry as the show goes on. Yeah. I took that part as like as Miata like kind of being unable to grapple with the the reality of like Ipo being a worthy challenger. Like he is oh, so in denial about, about the fact that he could possibly lose that like right. instead of like doing what he has to do to get up when when Takamura is giving him the 10 count, he's like stop fucking counting. I'm still going to fight. Like he's he's arguing against the rules of the sport because he doesn't believe that he could possibly lose. And right. then he does because of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know? Didn't being, take his opponent seriously. Yeah, being hungrier is, like, really important. Totally. Stuff, Absolutely. Right? And when you're, like, not anymore, that's when people lose their, like, championship belt and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When they don't feel like they have to try. And yeah. Yeah. Because Miata's been, like, you know, he's been a big fish in a little pond for a long time. He doesn't get to actually, like, you know, fight yeah. with the big boys yet because he's only 16. But, like everybody around him thinks he's the hottest shit ever and he always wins his matches and yeah. here all of a sudden there's this new guy who like just put him on his ass mm-hmm. you know yeah 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 that's a good that's a good way of thinking about it too and also like when you're that good you don't have people who test your skills Very so true. like you don't like the things that you have to do when you're at your limit you, if you're not using those every day like yeah. you're just going to be not great at them yeah you know i'd be amiss if i don't mention this has nothing to do with anything but uh... They do hang dong in this show. Oh yeah, oh, they do. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, critical. Epo's got a big old dick. They that's can- canonical. Yeah, yeah. They Huge. go out of their way to establish that his dick is bigger than like everybody else at the gym. They probably. do an elephant sound effect <laughs> when they zoom in on his pixelated penis. Yeah. <laughs> that that comes up a few times too. Like there's <laughs> there's there's in a lit in an episode like a couple after this one. Oh heck um, yeah. There's a part where I think somebody's want to fight. And there's, like, girls, they're, like, out at a bar, and there's girls there. And um, uh, Takamura mm-hmm. pulls down Ipo's pants oh, in front of all yeah. these girls. <laughs> and, like, as a 16-year-old, like, that seems, like, traumatizing. Yeah, yeah that's horrifying. Oh, man. I mean, he's, he's, like, traumatized by just, like, Takamura, like, you know, yanking his towel when they're in the showers, right. just guys being dudes. Like, he's, yeah. like, crying about it, literally. Is yeah. like... If, if that had a slightly ser- more serious tone like to it, you would have been, that, like... Too. 
Was like, that? I like that it wasn't just, like, a silly thing they shrugged off, that he was, like, really upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, Takamura kind of learns, like, you know, where his boundaries are. Well, obviously bit. not. No, I mean, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> he learns where they are. He doesn't learn that he shouldn't be pushing <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. A good point. yeah, but, like, I guess we as the audience learn that, he, like, there's still sort of a divide between Ippo and your typical guy being a dude. You know, yeah. But goddamn it, he's a guy, and goddamn it, he's gonna be a dude. Yeah. Gamer dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's funny too because it shows the different perspectives also because it's like talk in that episode where he does the thing in front of the girls like. Takamura is like, you should be proud of this. Like, yeah. you should be proud. And like, he's like, I don't want to show my dick to strangers. <laughs> like, which is, which is, you know, which is completely unreasonable. Sensible. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if it plays the elephant sound effect, like, <laughs> share it with the world. It's true. Maybe you could take that as like a metaphor for like Ipo not believing in his own strength or something. But like, there's some there's some weird trappings to that one, I think. I I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was researching this show in advance, I saw that there are like several video games. Have either of you ever played any of the video games? I have not done any research, nor okay. do I ever for this podcast. <laughs> I should. I always tell myself I'm gonna. I don't. Yeah. Um, well, I have I did the, not know that. Though. I have the privilege of having this be the one. Oh yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never heard of or played a Hajime no Ipo video game. And then, like, do they? Do you think they seem good? Did you look into this at all? No, I literally just saw on Wikipedia that it was a subcategory. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. What? Gotta check that out. What would be like a fighting game? Is like the obvious answer. But, like, what, what would be other genres of, like, Hajime no Ippo games? You could have, like, training management games? That could be. Uh, I would say that, like, games, like, there's, I guess, sort of a subset of the fighting game, you know, a boxing-type game, or even, like, you know, that you could say, like, wrestling and stuff like that kind of falls into that category, mm. like your WWE Smackdowns and stuff like that. Um, but, are those good? Uh, they're fun. I wouldn't say they're okay. good, you know. Okay. It's like, I mean, and it's something that's, like, impossible for me to, to divorce from my nostalgia, you know, playing yeah. that on my friend's N64. Nice. Um, but, I mean, you could make, like, a Punch-Out! style game of Epo, and I feel like that would sell, like, hotcakes. Oh, well, yeah, I agree. Or maybe not hotcakes, but, you I, know, do well. You could do, like, a dating sim, also, but instead of, like, <laughs> dating, it's, like, you're hanging out with all your dudes. You're, you're picking your boxer to box. Yeah, yeah. well, you're, you're, you're dates, picking you're your rival, smart. you know? Oh. Like, this, ooh, who's gonna be my rival? Oh. You know? You just cracked the code, I think. I feel oh, like yeah. that's a that is a million dollar Kickstarter in the over making. <laughs> and I'll us. still miss all the project dates. <laughs> of course. Uh, nice. Well, okay. Any anything before we get to the the final bit here? Is there anything else that we want to cover or anything? Um, I'm trying to think like what else happens, either in these <laughs> episodes or or in future ones that I would want to point out. The last thing I would add is there were a couple of heartfelt moments where, and I am very begrudging about this, I always hate being played like a fiddle, there were a couple of <laughs> heartfelt moments that, they, that like absolutely got me that were oh, really yeah. good, like the mom leaving him a letter of just like supporting him and stuff was good. Yeah. Yeah. Him, him crying at the end of their first match. Like, yeah. Really oh, yeah. 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 When he cries too, when he gets into the boxing gym, like after like three episodes or whatever like yeah. when he becomes a member like yeah. that's also really that hits pretty well yeah. yeah and that's i'm sure that's going to be so great to watch stuff get bigger and bigger for him and remember those moments where that was the big success totally yeah, yeah. totally that's yeah cool. yeah because it's 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 nice watching him train from the beginning and like going on this journey and whatnot i'm feeling like yeah i can do that shit too i'm on board yeah yeah, yeah. um well 
We got our rating system. Let's wrap wrap this bad boy up. All right. Um, so twelve boxing gloves out of thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have much something much stupider. Uh, oh, so we have uh, our rating system of uh, total garbage, eh, and keep watching. Um, and then whenever it's a really good show, we have to say total garbage first. No so, nuance allowed. Yeah, no nuance allowed. So uh, Charlie, how do you feel about Hajime no Ipa? Wait, I'm confused, but it's... You only get the one rundown. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely... We're kidding. That's not one of the rules. It's not, e- it's not even a rating choice, but I'm definitely going to keep watching this show. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch it, uh, so it's. I'm definitely going to keep watching. Like, yeah. I think it's solid as a rock. Yeah. And it yeah. has aged really well. Totally. Too. Sometimes these shows don't, like, stick... They don't have staying power as well, but this feels like I could, I could watch the whole thing and then come back to it when I was 50 and it would be just as fresh yeah, yeah. Cool. absolutely yeah it's nice too that like not that this is like a deal breaker for older stuff a lot of the times but yeah. it's also not super like problematic or something like there yeah. isn't like a like you know weird like joke like flamboyantly gay character or something that's yeah. like really uncomfortable or something yeah um yeah no I, th- I think it's good for me it's it's keep watching as well yeah I mean total garbage this show sucks ha 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 Actually, it's keep God, watching. There you go. Um, yeah, I it's. I mean, I kept watching. I'm on episode, but then I did the f- stupid thing that I do with every anime, where it's like, "Wow, this is so good! I love this! I can't wait to watch all of it!" And then just stop for oh, no yeah. reason. I do that all the time with so many things. Oh yeah. How about you, Bakri? Tricked you, total um, garbage. Well, <laughs> given that I have watched this all the way through twice, I, I give it like a meh. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Fine. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, it's this is one of my favorite things. I love this thing, and like, yeah, like you said, Charlie, like this Tricks. thing ages wonderfully. Like it, it was, it was great ten years ago, and it's great now. Like there's yeah. other stuff. Like I tried watching Inuyasha again recently. I've tried to do that too. It's brutal. It's so rough, man. I love <laughs> that show. I still, but... I still have so much like feeling for it. But it is not rewatchable. On, it's really not. I just every time I like start watching an episode, and I go like, I can't do this, and then I watch the opening and ending, and I'm like, that was good at least. Yeah, because the music is great. <laughs> It was fucking wonderful. But, yeah. um, yeah, this one, not that case at all. Like, it holds up beautifully. And I think it will for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, Charlie, what's, what's your, what do you got to plug? What are you, what are you working on? How can people find you? Um, you can find my music at, uh, animealiens.bandcamp.com and... That's really all I have to plug. I don't have much <laughs> else going on right now. Well, you, wanna, you, you, you will find me the... at my house watching movies. There you go. Watching Stallone movies over yeah. and over again. If you can drop the Twitter handle if, or, or any other social medias you want people to follow you on, you know. You no one will follow you. You got WordPress. You got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. got Medium.com. Just the band. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I love it. Also on the apps. The, the the apps that you shouldn't use yeah. they're they're on all of them. <laughs> I love uh, anime aliens too. You like what? <laughs> I, I haven't actually like talked to you about it. Like, are you like trying to release an album at like a set interval or just like whenever you write stuff? Or because you have a lot of albums on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we're about to cross the fifty mark. My big right. goal of all has always been to to make a hundred. Is it, but oh. probably more than that. But like. Yeah, that's what I've always been shooting for, is 100 albums. Gotcha. Nice. Um, yeah, getting there. It's just... It's it's also just one of those things where it's just like, the more you do something, the better you get at it. And I, you can definitely hear it in this... Like, I'm not trying... 
toot my own horn like that elephant noise when you saw the <laughs> but, but the uh, I the quality difference between the first ones and where we are now is huge, mm. and it's not necessarily better, but like, <laughs> but like it's it's I like it more, and that's yeah. what's really important is like I I know how to make things that I like, and that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you know you got your own Hajimeno Ipo moment of, of training yeah. and getting through it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I make them for me to listen to, and when I get to listen to them, I feel like him in the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and Stu and I both had the privilege of doing VO on, on a couple of your yeah, stuff. So yeah, you guys are You're part famous. of the, the Battle School Dropouts universe now. You're part of the, the, the canon, you know? Yes. We're going to have the Anime Aliens page on the, on the Battle School Dropouts wiki, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stu did like an intro to one, which he excelled at. It was so. And good. then Bakri did an incredible one too. I did one album where I like wrote a story and then like basically scored it, and Bakri did a, did uh, parts for that that were so good. Like, <laughs> he did. My favorite part about that is I like, gave the script to people and didn't let them hear what everybody else was doing, nope. so everybody went for very extreme directions. I didn't know Anthony was going to be my dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Bakri did like a like an anime dub voice. It was so good. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it was so sick. <laughs> yeah, Susan was really good was, too. Yeah, love that. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely need to tap you guys to do more stuff. Anytime. Honestly, I I don't ever want to like practice it, but I love doing like voiceover mm-hmm. work at any time. It's like, yeah, let me let me read. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Bakri, how can people find you? Uh, you can go on soundcloud.com slash octomammoth. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash eight, like the number eight mammoth. Um that's it. Those are those those two primarily. It, yeah. I'll get on Bandcamp eventually. It's one of these days. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm hentai Lord on Twitter, so I'm still there. And <laughs> I'm I'm gonna plug it so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna plug it for the first time. I'm also posting a lot more design stuff on Instagram. Yeah, so. it's been sick. Yeah, yeah cool stuff. I'm stoked about the zines. Yeah, yeah. they're coming. In, I have them all printed out. And I just have to like build them. Now. Oh, nice. So. I'm excited for that. Probably. But yeah, so that's Stuart underscore Parkhurst. For the Instagram dropping the last name, very different than hentai pizza. Lord. Very, yeah. <laughs> and then you can follow me on LinkedIn. <laughs> you can follow me on LinkedIn as hentai pizza. Lord. <laughs> Please, I'm so desperate for a job. I found hentai the link- pizza. Lord. I found the LinkedIn page for a YouTuber that I follow, and I like it. I don't even know how I found it. I wasn't even doing a deep dive on this person's like socials or anything, it just kind of came up and like. It felt like finding someone's diary or something. It was like, I'm acknowledging that this is a real person in the real world. Yeah, I don't like doing With that. a name and like an address and stuff. Was, I hated it. I wanted oh. to stay in their zone. Yeah, yeah. no, in exactly. My head. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Well, and it sucks too because you're on LinkedIn, which is like the worst website. It is, truly. I hate every time I'm on there. Yeah. Mostly because I've never gotten a job through it, so I'm doubly mad. Yeah. <laughs> It's all, and, like, people post, like, articles on LinkedIn about, like, the grind, you know, hustling and stuff. I, I, I just asked my landlord to increase my rent so it would inspire me to grind harder, you know? <laughs> I busted my finger on the way into my piano lesson this last week just to, you know, inspire myself to grind harder. <laughs> That's a real story. I didn't the do it on purpose. The only I did grind that I want are skateboards and grindcore. <laughs> I don't want, hey, what don't the want fuck, any dude? of that What about business? soap shoes? 
Soap shoes. Soap shoes. Is that just grinding without wheels? No. Oh, oh so, you haven't heard about soap shoes. Oh, dude. Soap shoes. So, soap shoes had a big collaboration with Sonic Adventure 2. Jesus uh, fact, Christ. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Sonic's shoes actually changed to soap brand shoes in that game. Um, they are basically shoes with like a like a hard plastic like little divot inside the sole of the shoe oh. like the, this part so you right can here like grind. in the arch so you can grind on stuff exactly That's cool. much less uh much less much less traction yeah what, to grind what a fucking thing to what like a, do they yeah. still do soap shoes I'd, probably not yeah but they were like soapers that was a thing oh, like, there's, shit. there's guys on you can find guys you know doing soap vlogs where they like you know yeah i'm still out here soaping you I'm know? Still, uh, yeah i'm sticking with it <laughs> yeah, you, had, you had that and you had the fucking uh the heelys oh so, yeah i thought those were heelys, fucking sick yeah. i thought they were cool too there's still guys doing that That's oh yeah cool. <laughs> it's weird when you see not a child do it yeah, it is very it is, strange. Yeah. They had that Dane Cook movie where they tried to be, like he was being like quirky, and that was like one of his quirks. He like healed around everywhere at the big box store that he worked at. Oh no, it was, that it was the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, I thought Healy's were like, yeah, that's kind of neat. And then I saw that movie in 2006 like, or something. Oh, I was like, no, terrible. No, just tanked the whole business. Yeah, there were infomercials <laughs> for shoes that had like it wasn't like a Healy's where you could just like do that anywhere, but they did have wheels that you could like fold out of the sole of it, you know, and like you could just like have skates. Anywhere, and I thought that That's was the sickest thing. Pe- Peter, oh no, it's just Dream. one heel. It's just one wheel in the back. This had two wheels. Oh, you could, or you could just, okay. Yeah, Peter Healy is drinking a forty in a basement. He's like that damned Dane Cook <laughs> tanked me. <laughs> he ruined my legacy. <laughs> I was going somewhere. He's just like holding a picture of his wife. Just like if only She'd it would still be with me. <laughs> Well, that's, right. that's the outro, though. Yeah, yeah have, a good, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> it always ends with us telling, telling some stupid joke and then laughing as we fade out, so that works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs>